What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Smoke Tire Podcast. This uh, this episode is brought to you by the Brio Beardscape. I love this joint. Been using it. Just got the first charge done. So we can actually mark it. I used it for a year and five months uh, on one charge. There you go. It's ridiculous. Everyone has a bad experience with a a buzzer. I, uh, now at my 37th year, have figured out the the perfect buzzer system. It's the Brio Beardscape. It is uh, low maintenance. It's got these ceramic blades that don't get too crusty. They're easy to clean. You don't have to lubricate them that often. This thing is light. It's strong. It comes in a really nice travel pouch with interchangeable blades and a nice brush to clean it out. Perfect for trimming your face, your head, or you know where else. Um, it is a, it is a, a horsepower machine, and also energy efficient. Going a year and a half almost on one charge for me with once a week use. Um, get yourself a Brio Beardscape. I got the guess. I got the best price for you, my friend. Best price. Brio for life. Brio the number four life.com slash not slash, use code SMOKING, brio4life.com, use code SMOKING at checkout, this will be the last buzzer you ever buy, it is, uh, it's awesome, I use mine every single week without shame, um, We've got the Migliore luxury car care products on this one. Migliore is known for making the best of the best when it comes to car care. Their product line is handmade and poured right here in Connecticut, in the USA. I think most of Connecticut's in the USA. Bridgeport might be a little different, but most of Connecticut is in the USA. Migliore's Strata Coating is a ceramic coating treatment you can easily apply yourself. It has a ton of gloss, lasts over a year, and keeps your car looking great for longer in between washes. It's extremely hydrophobic, so water just sheets right off. So if you're if you're mud bogging, you're still gonna have to wash your car. But if it just gets like a dust on it, like happens in California, or you know, cars that you keep in the garage that maybe you don't drive very much that accumulate dust and you don't want to take it to the car wash again or spend a whole afternoon on it. You just give it a once over and uh, it makes the maintenance so much easier. Strata Coating has over a hundred positive reviews on Amazon so check them out. Spring is here. Use code TST at checkout at migliorewax.com. That's M-I-G-L-I-O-R-E wax.com. 10% off anything in their store with code TST. There it is, folks. Uh, in our store right now, our Blipshift merch store, our partnership with Blipshift, they make the best car t-shirts on the internet. We have a new design in the store. Uh, two weeks only. It's the new smoking tire uh, vintage Formula One style t-shirt. This is a really cool shirt. It looks like one of those old school F1 posters. It's got a Ferrari on it. It's got uh, the Angeles Crest Highway. It's very, very pretty. I really like mine. It's got kind of a texture to that printing. It's not sunk into the material. I am a fan. It's, uh, it's only on sale for the first two weeks of April. Get them while they're hot by going to thesmokingtire.com and clicking on uh, store or go to blipshift.com slash TST. You can either go to the smokingtire.com and click store or blipshift.com slash TST and uh, get them for the first two weeks of April only uh, in our store. 
Okay, on this episode, uh, it is uh, my old friend, one of my oldest friends, Larry Casilla of Ammo NYC, one of the finest uh, detailers in the world, maker of some of the finest car care products in the world. Him and his friend uh, Derek Bemis and his friend Kevin Brown are in studio. Collectively, these are three of the best detailers in the world, and uh, all three of them were working on my Lamborghini to do a crazy paint correction. So we talk a little bit about that, but we also also talk about like all different kinds of uh, of really interesting stuff with chemicals and detailing and people's fun histories and stories and we go in back into me and Larry's childhood a bit. It is great fun. We got Larry Casilla, Kevin Brown, and Derek Bemis on the Smoking Tire podcast. Is it worse than my mini? My mini might have been. Your mini was worse. My was mini bigger. was really bad. Man, his had different layers and stuff, but I had an paint. artist do a insane. Like graphic, like hand cut vinyl mural all over my car, mm. and of, of what? I'm oh, Zach. Uh, welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast. Zach, <laughs> we're here. No, we'll, we'll open with this. It's cool, Zach. Just Google Matt Farah mini art car, and you'll get a picture of it. Um, it was it was real crazy. Yeah, that was it. Oh, jeez. Welcome to the Smoking Tire Podcast, everybody. Where we are talking about my old fucking mini for some reason. We got Larry Casilla. Hello, in the studio. <laughs> Who, if you've never fucking heard him, well, that that's him. Right Larry is one of the most famous detailers in the world, if not fucking one of the best. <laughs> I'm, I get to give you shit. Thank you. We also went to we also went to middle school and high school together. Yes, we did. Uh, and so we got to fucking do a lot of mischiefy things back in the day. That and also sure. we got our start in cars together. So and then we got Kevin Brown, Larry's fucking detailing homie over here. What do you want to plug, Kevin? Where are you from? What do you do? I'm from buffdaddy.com. Oh shit. <laughs> I thought that was a joke, and then I was like, no, wait, really, that's his website. (laughs) No, but but if you Google search that wrong, you get into trouble. You get into a lot of things. Kevin's really giving himself an uphill battle with the SEO. Mm. (laughs) That's right. A lot of of eight-second visits. (laughs) (laughs) My retention is sucks. Mm. (laughs) Man, my initial pings are huge. Nobody sticks around. (laughs) Story of my life. (laughs) Have you considered... Polisher porn. I'm just wondering. <laughs> and we got Derek Bemis in the house as well. What's happening? Hey, things are doing great. Oh wait, are Thanks we allowed to me. say who like who you are and Absolutely. like your credentials? Is your are your credentials secret like some of Larry's credentials are? Oh, I'm not that good. You're you're <laughs> so can we can say you're you're Barry Maguire's detailer on the air yeah, and that's I'll cool. Bring it. Yeah. All right, yeah. Absolutely. So you're Barry Maguire's detailer, which if you've never fucking heard of Barry Maguire, you may have seen one of a million bottles with his fucking name on it. it says Maguire's. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. What is yeah, it? That's me. Derek, is the head of one of the most famous car care companies in the world a, a lunatic about his cars being super super detailed? You know, it, you would think he would be fastidious about every single aspect. Yeah. He's the nicest man. He never... That's for sure. But, like, if what happens if you miss a spot? If Is he nice, and then you miss a spot, oh, and he no. throws a fire extinguisher at your head? Never. No, no. <laughs> like no. Jack Nicholson in fucking anger manager. Yeah. Like, I said over easy! <laughs> <laughs> I said no tire shine! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. No. But very forgiving man. I'm lucky to be employed by him, mm. you know, it Super, super nice. Just lets me run the show as if it were my own. 
just puts on that shirt and turns the cameras on and goes, hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Gets them fucking shiny Good teeth man. out. Yeah. 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 Great man. He should really start making toothpaste. He would be a <laughs> hell of a spokesman. Tooth polish. He's really, <laughs> he really does. So, uh, so Larry and Kevin and Derek, um, along with uh, their other guy, Daniel and Ryan, who's hiding in the back over here from Driving Sports TV, were in town because they wanted to make a macuntash and nicey-nicey. Yeah. And they did. Oh, one day, what a treat that was. One day of polishing. Yeah. So, Single I mean, stage paint. Yeah. So, like, just, Larry, Zach, pull up these pictures. Like, those, this was last night when I left. So, I left them still working at, like, eight. And they were like, how long are you going to be here? He's like, I don't know, dude. Yeah, it's going to be a long time. That's the, that's the driver's side door. But there was literally four dudes with machines working on this car. For many hours. For many hours. Wait, so... Where do we even fucking start? Do we start with this? Where do we start? I don't even know. There's a lot There's going three, on. like, heavy hitter detailers in the room. Like, where the fuck do we start? I don't know. How about... Anybody? Where do you... 40 plus man hours on that paint? Yeah, I would say 40 plus man hours. Single stage paint. Well, you uh, first thing, the, the most interesting thing, I think, is that you found that my car had been painted a little bit. <laughs> right. Which yeah. I didn't think it had been. And the reason we, we found it was painted was just by, you know, rubbing it, rubbing a certain area, polishing a certain area, whatever it was, because uh, we did a little bit by hand is why I'm saying that, and a bunch by uh, machine. When we, you're polishing it uh, and the paint's coming off, realize it's single stage paint, but as you're, you know, you're polishing this much, yeah. and then you go from here to here, and all of a sudden, bang, you, you don't have any... So it off. seems like at some point in the car's history, it is repainted and it has clear coat on it. So that certain was, point, some, someone certain. didn't do it like right, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like you can't really tell by just looking at it. Though. No, there's no way to tell. No. It's just whatever process you use. Like we were talking about before, if you use process A on section A and you want to use process A on section B, and they're two different things, you're gonna have some issues. You follow? You can't just do the same technique yeah. on the same panel because part of it's single stage and the other part it's is clear coat. Two different. I mean, in theory, I guess you could, but. If somebody didn't know that that was going on, you'd be like, why is this not working? So it's a little confusing at times. So nobody else but you can detail. Did you guys? No, I don't if know. I should, that, you know, here's what I need you to do. I'll send you pictures of the car from all angles, hmm. and you just draw a little map <laughs> of where the single stage <laughs> So We I actually just, know where that is. I could just we, hand we, it to any other detailer and go, okay. Don't touch these areas. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Map of the Orkney like Islands? No, this is caution. touch-up mm. areas. Mm. So crazy. No, we basically thought it was... Like we said, the doors opened, and it must have hit something. Yeah, and probably got to repaint it. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah, so like, there's some repaint like on the 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 tops of the doors, different door right? frame. Yeah, yeah, the door just, frame, just and then some the on the roof, right? Yep. So if I if I if I'm picturing a scenario, it's that someone opened the doors inside of a trailer or right. something. Right hit the ceiling, and then knocked something which, like, may have fallen on the roof. Right, because what right? was it? That would have been the front of the yeah. A-pillars, right? Half of the door. Because imagine Correct. a time before right? car before the doors did this, right? right. <laughs> so this, this yeah. I guarantee you that whoever owned this car first, it was their first vertically doored car. I can promise right? you that. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't have practice on McLarens yeah. and shit, right? <laughs> so somebody <laughs> fucked up yeah. and didn't think about what that door was going to hit on the way up. Yeah, Oops. it definitely did. And, right, and then what was it? On the inside of the, of the driver's side, they didn't paint? Red or something? What did you, what did you catch? Yeah, so they so they 
didn't completely touch up with red and then cleared over that so you can still see the transparency oh. of the So they of cleared the over underneath. something that wasn't painted. Oh, they so, cleared over a fuck up. Yeah. yeah. Right, which is like now Oops. you can't do anything. Like it's like <laughs> now you put paint on top of yeah. the clear, which the good, is weird. The good thing was is it proved that we didn't do it. Yes. Yeah. That was the big point. Not it. Lock it in, Steve. I think we took like iPhone pictures we're like all right, we did time stamped. No, he called me in a panic. He's like I need you to know we found paint on this car. Fucking whatever. Whatever. Make it shiny. Let's go drive it. <laughs> yeah, and the polishing part of it was, it took a long time. We had some weird, not normal things that you guys can chime in with that, but basically we polished it uh, with, was it 110? We did, the whole point of the video was uh, yeah. one pad, one polish. And the reason we did that was to make sure that we took away the least amount of paint possible. Mm. So think of it from a different perspective. Yeah, because if you have a, quote, original paint job, you want to preserve that for as long as you can. It right. sounds like a we are the world thing, like one pad, one polish. Right. One it's, pad, it's one polish. <laughs> one man, one wheel. <laughs> one <coo> <laughs> Terrible. It's terrible. One Countach, one million. <laughs> so anyways, think of it like you're digging a hole. If you're going to dig a hole, a six-foot hole, you'd use you know, a backhoe or something, right? But yeah. in this case, we're digging a six-foot hole, but we're using a spoon because we're sort of like archaeology, whatever, mm. that kind of analogy. We're like, it's taking a, a long time to go through because we just you know, don't want to burn through yeah. the paint. We're being very careful. It's just a long pain in the butt process. Yeah. Thank you. It's fucking shiny, man. It is shiny. It's now. fucking shiny. <laughs> so, Kevin, describe the process here. Get, go through a little bit of the process here. Well, it's, we, it's we, fucking forty man hours, right, on this car, because it was three, three of you guys, plus four, four, four people from ten thirty a.m. till midnight, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, plus or minus, give or take. Yeah. Give or take. Yes, I mean, I was off. Lot. Somebody was, you know, it's yeah, something okay. like that. Well, we just and, completed a series of videos. Larry did uh, the ATA series, and right. we, we try to teach to minimize your options to give you uh, a quick, uh, shorten your learning curve. Right? If you have five different pads and ten different liquids, and you just keep trying them and trying them, eventually you'll come ac across the a combination that works. But that's really not the way you should do it. So we decided, well, let's practice what we preach. We'll use one type of foam pad. Of course, we have all different sizes mm -hmm. and one liquid. In this case, was a heavy cut compound, which is really uh, not what like you would we think we would use. Like we polished out a car with like a heavy cut compound. The latest state of the art heavy <laughs> that's cut like compound really hard to do. is what we used on huh. your car. We did that to like minimize the amount of like that's because we could do. I don't know the term fucking head. What I don't know what heavy cut compound means. So I don't know. You're like, oh my god, this yeah, is amazing. And I go, all right, why? Well, it's because we're not we're not we're not using a polish that's like very very fine. We're doing something that's a little it's heavy coming like gritty. It's gritty, gritty. Yeah, so it's very hard to like aggressive to finish it's out. A, it can cut away paint rapidly. But I thought you're trying to cut away as little paint as possible. So why would you use that? Because well, we decided to use one pad, and that pad doesn't have a lot of its cut on its own. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, and then yeah. this is the state of the art in abrasives. Okay. So they're very refined, consistently sized, and they use a bunch of them. So, so you're using like no abrasive in the pad and all the abrasive here instead of like a more abrasive pad with like a less. Like a medium yeah. and medium. Uh, so think okay. about yeah, it from yeah, yeah. like a detailing perspective. When you have like a ton of different variables or anything in life, you have a million different variables. You have to pick one. Yeah. There's like this itis with detailing where it's like, this didn't work. Whoop, and they throw it out. This didn't work. Whoop. And so you go through this whole process. And by the time you've figured it out, you've gone. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, burned yeah. through the paint. So we go with something that we know. And we know the one polish, and we're just kind of like sort of metaphorically mm. picking at the paint, just taking a little bit off, a little bit off here. We went with a more aggressive poly uh, liquid, in this case mm. compound, because mm -hmm. we knew it, but we pulled one of the variables out and had a pad that's not very aggressive. I it's take it it's riskier to use an <laughs> aggressive pad than an aggressive liquid? 
No, but we wanted to use one pad and also oh. cut away the defects, but then leave a nice polished finish. And that pad is a oh, it's okay. great at yeah, that. Yeah. It does it both. It but do you understand? The, like the little nuances when you when you stick to that one pad, one polish. There's you've like basically or virtually uh, eliminated the variables. So if something funky goes on in the video, I talked about that. Otherwise, if you have all these other things, you go like you can say that something else is wrong. By default, when this thing goes wrong, you're practicing and trying new things. You're just burning away the paint. People don't get that. You're like you only get so many lives yeah, on yeah, this thing. Yeah. So during the process, we was getting really late. Remember the last little bit that I did. We you you hit it with this, this uh, the the comp the liquid. You hit you do the pad. You know you 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 basically uh, we call it mow down. You're pulling all the dead oxidized crap off the car, right? You pull it off. We change the pad. Put a new fresh pad on there put the same compound you uh what we call season or prime the pad then you blow it out which is counterintuitive go back on there it comes out perfect it's a really wild technique i forgot to do that because i was getting tired so i left all the the abrasive uh -huh. went back on the on the the paint and i just scoured the paint again and it was just like wait a second we've been doing the same process at that point for six hours oh, seven so you hours mean you knew it was wrong because I, yeah because i went right out, i went yeah, out of really. it immediately mm -hmm. so you see the subtlety of yeah i get yeah. it so all right that was the interesting part. Very exciting to well, us there's, there's a video so, yeah. of it in which you will focus on the every single step, right? Yes, the is. coolest thing I saw you guys do, I mean, forgetting the making the car very shiny part, I figured you guys would probably do that, but the making of the box filter. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Can we... <laughs> all right, so this is some weird shit, but, it does, but it, it does actually affect, like, I guess maybe folks at home, like if you have a garage with multiple cars and you're Can trying to... Can we take to, a picture of that? The, uh, filter the filter at the end, because once we uh, disassembled yeah, we it, the filter at the end was like was red. it fucked? Oh, yeah, oh, it was all you, red. oh, I'd love to see that. So, Do you okay. have a photo? Wait, Ryan so has a photo. there's a there's a picture of it mid assembly, Zach, on my Instagram. If you want to pull it up, um, you can see at least what it looks like when it was like halfway there built goes, on, left, the, on the on the left, left there. So, who who actually designed this fucking thing? Was this you, Kevin? Yeah, because Kevin. I wanted to make something that was inexpensive and simple to build, and I had these fans that were about 20 years old sitting in my storage, and I had this Home Depot crate, or cart, or shelving, and so we needed it last minute, so I went to my mini storage late one night when we were doing these videos, and I put this thing together. So, first off, why would someone need a giant sucker fan with air filters put on it? Because first, the best way to clean these pads in the midst of polishing is to blow them out with compressed air. Okay? Oh, okay. And so if you, you back did, up a second, why? Why? Like, explain why there's residue there. Because a lot of people are like, well, why am I blowing out the pad? Well, because as you grind paint away or you polish paint away, it's integrating into the pad and the buffing liquid, right. and it's contamination or debris or residue. So you have to get that out so you can continue to do rapid cutting, great finishing, and get efficient, efficient. Uh, performance yeah of course right? so we blow them out and in the early earlier days we started using that i mean they've been doing that for 50 60 years but now we're aware like wow you don't want to be inhaling that stuff that's really bad for your lungs <laughs> right. yeah. and it's Toxic. getting all over the cars right? yeah so yeah we were in a warehouse full of like you know a yeah. lot a lot of really nice cars yeah and he was even getting on the floor it's just a, it's kind of a mess so we just need to kind of capture that mess you need to remove it from the pad. So can you just like have that thing in the room, or do you have to like go blow the pads oh, out no, right you, you into it? You turn the fan on, so the yeah, fans yeah. suck. Yeah, all yeah, the, yeah. You know, th then you 
put the the pad there, you blow it with compressed air, and as it's blowing out, the fan is yeah, sucking yeah, okay. it down. You but you have to do it right next to it, right? Yeah. It doesn't oh, just yeah. like handle the room. Right. It's just, no. just give, yeah. and it just goes in. That would be sweet. Fucking, I don't know. I've never seen someone yeah, like build a, one of these things before. How the fuck am I supposed to know yeah, how we, well it works? We've done them with vacuums. Where you Sorry, I'm not an expert on like home built <laughs> box fans. Yeah, Sucker, man, let's fucking go. Air filters. Yeah, we've done them in little. You can do that in a cardboard box and put wet towels in there and put your machine in there and blow it and it'll capture some. You can use uh, an air compressor to contain no, that yeah, right yeah. it's and, pretty cool and this one you could build this thing with a wall of fans walk by the thing yeah. as you're going around the car and blow it into there and the fans will suck it through and it's just pushing the debris into uh it's like a downdraft bro why, right, why, right, why right, stop exactly. there let's just start fucking detailing in wind tunnels i mean really I, why don't no, we? if you really <laughs> if, that, yeah. if you really want to be fancy there's a cool the good idea detailers do man the, <laughs> the real pros <laughs> that's true that's downdraft true. wind tunnel that's right yeah <laughs> The, real, the, the really cool idea would be to put like uh, one of those waterfalls, the water that runs mm. down the wall, and mm -hmm. if you could just go over to the wall and hit it. Oh, hit and the blow wall. it into water. water. and then it just comes There's down. a lot of ways you could do that. That would be sweet. Mm -hmm. That's like the... Oh, why don't you just do that? Because like, what would uh, stop you from doing that? A building. <laughs> you don't need a building. You just need some fucking sharper image fountain. Yeah, the stand-up fake. <laughs> remember yeah. remember jo yeah. Joey had it in Friends? He had the I fake did. window that he cried in front of when he was, like, pensive. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And it was, like, raining outside, yeah. and then he was in front of his own Bro, raining window. That's the next Schlemmer. one. There you go. I like that idea, right? Right? The Do wall it. of water. Yeah, just shoot it into the water. The water yeah. capture it and just Bro, keep it there. I like, I like this very much. Speaking of the water capture, <clears throat> you guys did something i never seen a, a human do, which was they rolled out a mat. On the ground, a slip and slide, a, slip, a big yeah. slip and slide, <laughs> slip and slide. Uh, yeah. under the car. The picture. There's that. a picture of the Lambo that's all foamy, and you can see it's on a on like a fucking pad. There, you go. there we go. And yeah. then and then after we wash the car, I drive the car off the pad, and then they hoover up all the water. That's and, right. Not yeah. a drop, baby. But wait, then what? And where does it go? Then right. Where do you Kevin dump, takes where do you dump and the Hoover? And he takes a shower in it. No, you got to dispose of it. Where are these disposal places? The water disposal places? The water disposal yeah. places. Yeah. What do you really Laws have to do? Laws actually dictate you can even dump them in the grass. Oh, that in makes sense. Gardens and grass. So they, so they actually say to wash a car it, on the grass. It filters it. It filters and reclaims it, yeah. Right. But not on asphalt. Correct. No. Because then it goes where? Ocean. Down to the ocean. To the ocean. Yeah. Oh, so okay. So, so your soap dirty can car. go in grass, but soap can't go in ocean. It's different for every state. I don't know. It's, I don't know yeah, about California, California, but I know you got to capture it. But I would doubt afterwards. you could wash the car without soap and get away with it. I don't know. Well, what they do in L.A., which is like the scamest of all scams, is there's like a million waterless wash places. Like every fucking. Beverly Hills Valet underground parking lot has like a fifty dollar waterless, waterless wash. wash. Wow. Yeah, for fifty bucks we can scratch your. Well, car. they just use a whole bottle of spray wax and scratch yeah. the shit out of your car. There's oh, one right boy. next to Whole Foods. The right crazy here. part is when you do that, you have five like thousand towels and you have to go wash the towels. And, <laughs> and that's it's a like, problem for them even in the treatment. And now you plants. just use like ten gallons of. Yeah, it's like does you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I get it. Doesn't make sense. I'm just thinking to even. Swap, swap towels out. I mean, who would even know? I probably not. <laughs> I would be saying, why don't you guys do this? This, 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 is, this, is, uh, is, this, what's this, this is 1963 Popular Science. You can dispose of motor oil by just pouring it into a, a hole in the ground with rocks in it, and the rocks will filter out uh, all the really? yeah, that's, I like that. That'd work. Popular Science, 1963. <laughs> Boy. Those guys were thinkers back then. Now that I think about it, I have plants at my building to filter rainwater, but I could, pro <laughs> yeah, I could probably just run the thing through there. You could. 
That's it. That's weird, right? <laughs> that's that's a lot. It's really about. weird. When I watched him vacuuming up water, I was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Dude, this and that water cool. was disgusting. Cool. Was it not? It was oh, like it was brown, uh, black water. It was pretty water. gross. Yeah, yeah. The, there was actual. Yeah. Think about all the debris in your house. There was actual well. dirt in my car. Yeah. Well, that's you know we talked about this. I've talked about this about four fucking times today because people put, put, keep putting cameras in my face. But um, the car, you know, most cars, if you really give them a good fucking wash, they actually feel like they drive better, including mine. It felt very smooth, and car was extremely happy today. That's nice. It, 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 didn't, it acted exactly as a regular old normal car should act. Now you just need to maintain it. That's the only <coughs> challenge. That's your biggest hurdle You should here. have picked up a couple of miles an hour top speed with that polish that we gave so. it, man. With the wing, with the wing mm. dragging me back. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> wind tunnel test. Yeah, no, now. you have to. How do, so now that, what is, so what do I do now? Now that now I have. Now you got to wash it with a lot of lubrication. You can't go wiping it. You can't just do well, any, the one anything Well, I like what you told me before, which is to <laughs> not dunk a uh, wash mitt anymore. Just use um, a pile of towels and just when it gets dirty, keep grabbing a clean one and dunking it in soap. Like, who gives yeah. a shit if you have to wash 20 towels? Yeah, that's kind of the thing that I'm going yeah, towards now, like especially that. your crazy soft paint. I'm, I got a, I got a, do you know how many microfibers I have? Like, I will do that. That's not even a problem. Yeah, throw it in the wash, you're done. It's like, you but don't the, have to worry if there's any contamination because there's I nothing there. But I am doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm not just like, you know, hands off, don't like, I don't just foam it and then hose it off, right? I mean, it depends on how dirty it is. I mean, how would you approach that? I don't know what California. In New York, it's impossible. Oh, you're it's not like, allowed to, like, legally tell me what to do if it means, yeah. No, I'll, no, I'm not. No, at, I, a I, permanent wash bay, at a permanent at, wash bay. At a forget permanent the, wash forget, bay. Forget the forget It the depends legality. on how dirty. Fine, but how dirty is the car? Let's not that dirty. California dirty. It's not that dirty. Dusty. I mean, can you get away with just foaming it, rinsing it, and then just towel drying it? You know, microfiber towel drying, hydrate, whatever. I think he could do whatever he like because... If he enjoys doing it that way and getting the car clean, okay. The paint's yeah. not perfect. The car is a fantastic car. Right. It, the car itself exceeds the quality of the paint that's on it. So to me, mm. I'd say if you want to get out there in your shorts and a bucket and a sponge or you want to use yeah. a, a mitt or microfibers, do that. Dry the car and enjoy that. Okay. So don't freak out about and it. If somebody says your car is really doesn't, like, you know what, just floor it. And like, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but I got to be I gotta be careful on that engine cover, though. The engine yeah, cover. Yeah, we didn't touch the engine cover. That's it was just too far gone. Considering... Considering re repainting, re repainting that, because I want to see how much how much worse it gets over time. Because like, so the engine cover on the Countach is the first is the is carbon Kevlar. It's a weird material, and can is it is it accurate to say like that the paint absorbs into the material? Is that why like and that you can material see, probably like, is that why you can see the weave through it? Why is that, or is it just a because heavier I think it's weave? Not, it's not flat. It's not like a completely flat surface. There's like. You know, there's lots of patterns. Sorry, so Vinny, Vinny Russo yeah, with the party mic. Vinny's been lingering in the back of this yeah, shot I'm for like super, super, <laughs> super creepy. No, no, Vinny Russo. Vinny's, uh, Vinny's our resident, um, uh, you know, jack of all trades. There you so, go. like, you can see the weave in a lot of the cars, the, the earlier carbon cars, because it, they just the technology wasn't there to, 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 to smooth everything out. There was no there was no primer layer. There was no there was no nothing. So that the, it's, you're actually painting it like just on just the on weave. it. It's like painting a wicker chair, basically, basically, yeah. So like the F40 was notorious that everybody saw the F40. The minute yeah, you get up close, all you can see is like wicker weave all over it. Yeah, and that, and, but, but that's part of its charm. Mm. It is part of it because that's that's part of what what you what you had there. And the Countach was one of the first cars to ever even do that. Yeah, so. I think it's part of oh my kingdom for that fucking deck lid. But mm. if, oh my Matt, god, look! If, at next time you look at it, if you see that's where, not my car. Where your hinges yeah, would be where that's hinged. Yeah, when you look at the paint; it's completely smooth. There must be a piece of metal or bracketry. In oh, there there's got to be that something. Stabilize that carbon fiber from expanding and contracting, contracting and moving over time. Right. Yeah. 
you can just see the outline. So there is a lot of movement, especially yeah. with the heat. Well, so th uh. the thing with the thing with the paint on this piece, and I, so that one is an early carbureted car, and it's nice and flat. That's a, that's that's got to be that's so great right to see there. out of. Mine has the, the the injection humps and the third brake light. It's fucking yeah. fucked yeah. back there. But <laughs> but the engine is is well uh, so hot, um, you know that it it's basically burned through the paint from yeah. underneath. Right? Is that a, I mean, is there a better way to describe that, that? that? Kevin's trying to well, make it's not necessarily burned. It's the heating heating up and cooling down. The heating up, cooling down. Heating up that over time yeah. has caused it to crack. It causes and, it to expand. And contract. when it contracts, it doesn't always contract the same way it was before. And this happens hundreds of times or thousands of times. And then you get the texture. And then it dries out. It loses its resiliency. Yeah. And yeah, it does what it did. It Larry basically showed me a rag. Like he had washed it and like wiped it. And like some had come off. Yeah, like on so, the rag. Yeah, so we have to be, Vin, when we wash the car at home, we have to be like really, that really careful with that. That part in particular is you should probably not go crazy on that part. Of all the no. things on the car, that would be the one that, we didn't even polish it. We're like, we can't do no. anything. No, you couldn't. You can barely wipe just, it. It's pretty fragile. Yeah, so like, I think Kevin's right. That would be ever a foaming I, I would do it just to protect the under, you know, the, the substrate, the, the carbon fiber Kevlar component. Oh, you'd paint it in a protective way? It's thinking not like, it, it's not it that like way. that bad yet. Like, if it gets worse than where it's at now, I will. I think the I biggest think challenge is if you paint that and it looks amazing, and your paint you can't have look it look better than the rest of the saying. car. That part then, be like, then Derek was talking about the slippery slope with me earlier, and like right. I don't want to go down the slippery slope like at all, at all really. Right. So just you know, live whatever. with it. Just right. well, go gentle. That was the first thing I said to Matt when he sent me the pictures. I was like, nobody's going to believe that that car's original. This looks better yeah. than the barn when they painted that car in the barn in Italy. Like this car <laughs> yeah. didn't look this good coming it, we, off the showroom floor. No, we killed it. I think we could have spent another sick. fifty hours, yeah. eighty hours or something on there, and like really dialed a lot of stuff in, but. In same our time for one day it's ridiculous yeah. and that's Cra it's really crazy. what we wanted to show is yeah. what the average guy i mean yeah we're doing a great car but the average but, guy could do one pad one liquid take his time or right time. in a preservation and, mode yeah but like that's the difference really, between are you really good. are you really expecting anyone to do what you guys did at home I how think, much of, how what what is someone's takeaway from it really it's just the one pad one I, liquid thing or is it is someone going to do anything like yes, what you guys did at home I really yes, think I, I actually get on the phone a lot with people and one of the ones that I really enjoy I hear from every couple of years right around the concourse italiana time up, huh. it's a doctor he's right. a, he's a surgeon and I'll get that call where he had a situation where someone came and did his car and burned right through the trunk. Mm. And he's like, that's it, I'm doing this myself. Tell me what I need, teach me how to do it. I'm a good learner, I'm thinking, yeah, I bet you are, you're a surgeon, and he is sharp, and he loves it. So yeah, yeah they will do it, certain ones, and, and if it so helps it's those a pretty, guys. It's gotta be a pretty uh, extreme enthusiast. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you guys have some enthusiasts. Sure. Uh, people yeah. are pretty excited. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, in general, the detailing market, I mean, if we're going into that business world, like, has expanded, like, since you and I have been doing it, like insane, like the market itself has gone crazy, and because of that, you know, there's a lot of entrants, you know, a lot of other businesses. The market, uh, in terms of working detailers, or in terms of available products, or, or all everything. of them. Basically, the way it's cut up in a lot of the, you know, the market reports or car washes, mm. products, and then detailing facilities, and they and they put them all in, you know, one kind of big category, and so it's really based on car sales and all that kind of stuff. But overall, you know, it's a 17 billion dollar industry. It's expanded incredibly so the pie has increased it's, it's increasing just go down any department store right auto part you know detailing section they haven't shrunken they've gotten massive what, right. why do you guys think that is i, I think that is i mean this is a really good question i i do think it is because of the access to these videos and a lot more pdfs and 
tutorials and trainings and things like that, people are like, whoa, I didn't realize I can, I have this appreciation for something that I purchased. And, and if you think about it, it's other than a home or whatever, it's a lot of money to buy a car. It's not just like a iPad or something, you know what I mean? So you want to take care of it, but how do I take care of it? And because of, you know, you don't, you don't go to the library anymore and find, you know what I mean? Just find it in two seconds and then you're and you there. It. That has expanded. Once it expanded, the market got so saturated that, you know, now there's so many people because the barrier to entry is very low. So they've entered the market, and when when you see this flow of money going in and out, in and out, in and out, that's when you know the big, the private equity, you know, all the big, you know, c companies realize, oh, there's there's something here now, and because of that, the industry has now become very, very um, commercialized. Or no, you see what I'm saying? Well, it's just a bigger industry. And I think that now it's easier to maintain a car for a longer period of time. Right. Let's say go way back, 70s and 80s, the cars would degrade, the paints would degrade, and you'd go down to Joe's Body Shop for $800 and get a new paint job. Right. Don't need to do that anymore. You can get a clay bar, smooth out the paint, spray some wax on it, and it's like, wow, this is like brand new, I'm gonna keep this car longer. It's much easier to get a great finish quickly. Right. And, and, and the fact is that these new paint systems, they just last longer. Well, the tools, think about it, the gap between when you guys started, right, uh, you know, rotary polishers and stuff, that's yeah. like a you know black magic art or whatever. I'm being a little right. facetious. No, but like, it's very, it very hard. Yeah. And then they make this leap into dual action where they're like, hey, we have this massive enthusiast market. There's dual no way. Dual action's also orbital, right? Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, does, there's dual yeah. action, then there's random orbit. You know? uh -huh. So there's basically, think of it as just uh, rotary, fixed Spin, axle, right? Yeah. Mm, lots yeah. of danger. Uh, think of it like a scalpel. Right, and then you back out and you go into the random orbit, and there's 50 different variations of that large throw, et cetera, et cetera. But once that market emerged, it was like, oh, hey, everybody, you can do what those brilliant guys are doing, but you can do the same kind of thing, you know, with these tools. In the beginning, it was a little bit, you know, you couldn't do as much, like, hey, that, you know, you need the scalpel, you need the scalpel. Now we've gotten so advanced, excuse me, with the large throws, you can do just as much. Wouldn't you say as you could with the rotary, but ten times we just, safer? We just did we just did it. it. That, we what just, we did we just on proved your point. car. You see, yeah, you see yeah. what I'm saying? We just shrunk that gap. Yeah, that, so it's crazy. Your car would have required three st steps of work, labor intensive, sure, and it wouldn't have turned out as nice. And it would have it, taken off more back paint in the day, and more yeah. risk. Oh, yeah. And back I think maybe even one of those little painted areas <clears throat> might have been from a burn mark or something like that. Maybe, yeah, who knows? So, yeah. It, it, Speaking of which, I was driving home. To, from our shoot today right. on PCH uh -oh. and uh, someone drove up next to me in a Mercedes CL 600 and was waving at me very aggressively and at a light he pulled up next to me and said I used to own that car ah. and I <laughs> said kidding me. and I said really uh, and I it was, the car's so fucking loud I couldn't really hear him you know through the tiny this is window. after you left us obviously yeah it's after yeah. and uh, and he and I go when we're, I go when I go did you when I said, I said before <laughs> Sign language. I tried to I said I was like when and then I tried to say like before David and he 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 made the number fifteen so and I don't know it? yeah I don't know the first owner it was delivered in um, Pennsylvania although I don't know if he lived there and then that guy sold it to David like 10 years ago and now I have it so like did you get enough time to ask him hey did you scratch the top of my head <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> did you hit the doors <laughs> on the trailer this is so funny it is pretty loud in there it's hard to hear anything yeah, yeah. I saw it I don't yeah. know if it's actually if yeah. he actually owned the car but I, it was it was a weird encounter he was he was convinced it was his it was his former that was car. his Ferrari is that was that was it he said <laughs> yeah. yeah I've owned that Ferrari <laughs> thanks guy All right, man, I later. gotta ask a question yeah. so cause we were I was talking to Matt about this so I think because it's a Countach, mm. people assume that there's a certain level of quality that that paint 
must come from because it's a Lamborghini and it's mm-hmm. a Countach. I don't think that the majority of the viewers or listeners, what do you want to call it, are really understand that that quality of paint is very similar to what all the paint was back then and what a lot of the cars that they may actually own are back then. And what you guys did wasn't something that didn't, it, it didn't mean that it was an exotic car. It was something that was capable of being done on, on a more normal level yeah, because I, that yeah. paint really isn't all that Vinny, great. Vinny, your credentials to that effect, if you don't mind? <laughs> What was your job that would give you expertise in such an area as Lamborghini paint? Just in case yeah, I, people are like, that I, guy I, doesn't know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, I did. I worked. I worked for Lamborghini corporate for five years. Right. As he was head of manager. Lamborghini after sales. Yes. So, so, yes. so I, I've seen the paint. I've seen the barn where that car was painted, <laughs> legitimately. Um, but, but I turned comments on today for to to show off these guys' work, yeah. and I thought that people would give compliments, and they did. Yeah. But some people were like, actually, uh, Italian paint from the '80s is surprisingly Wait, good. Do you guys? Agree no, with he that said assessment? it was surprisingly good and easy to do. I'm not impressed. There's something like that, right? Yeah. Like, well, uh, no, a cup, but a cup. One guy was really snarky, but others said, I think in earnest, yeah. that they believed Italian paint from the 80s to be of good quality. Do you guys agree with that assessment? Um, <laughs> I'm not a lot of enthusiasm yeah. right yeah. now. <laughs> I mean, well, think about it. Take that as in the whole in the 80s. Think about all the all the paint that we had dealt that we dealt with. That was good paint. Mm. Was it good paint? Yeah, yeah. It was good paint. I mean, okay. we didn't we didn't the like condition? blow through any edges, obviously, no. but like it wasn't anything like super crazy dangerous. I we took I our time. Well, can you yes. separate good paint with like a good finish, right? Because like some cars might come with like a bunch of paint on it, but like now, delivered with orange peel and shit, like the well, NSX. Like the Grand, like the, Grand <laughs> right. like the Grand National. I mean, came from the factory with a horrible paint job. It was. Yeah. I mean, so yep. if you ever saw a Grand National that was clean and polished and didn't mm. have orange peel, it had been painted. Well, I think there's two steps too. There's the painting process and the finishing process. So, like, well, you that's get what a I just brand, said. Yeah, can yeah, you separate that, that's those what, two? That's what yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like a like, brand new Porsche come from the has good paint, but the way they deliver it is like crazy. If you see some of the videos, like every time I do a yeah, car, you, how it's many like, fucking brand new GT3? It's like insane. I have like three as soon as I get back. Yeah. GT3, GT3. So I look at them all the time. The paint is nice. The finish is horrific. It's just where got, is like, that? I, where I, is that process broken down at the dealer? No, it depends. The there's, there's multiple things. There's the at the factory, right? There's like a so section. So unlike Porsche to not do this right. However, when they get shipped over, a lot of times that's still part of the dealership. You know that. So when it lands on the U.S. soil, mm. that's still because it's not a used car, right? Right. It's, it's a new car, and a lot of times they get banged up in shipment. But when they get banged up in shipment and they get fixed on U.S. soil, that's still whatever sovereign you know it's still german you know what i mean you're still in right. that area yeah so it's not like it's been hit so they have to fix it because they're not going to like send it back to get it repainted right and usually you know that what they process. fix it in custom but, but they, like, like in the yard yeah there's a prep area that like the, at go. the ports exactly oh, yeah. and everything gets done at the ports Think so about like if there's any, if there's any kind of no, if, i get it if there's recalls that need to be done before the cars get delivered they get done at the ports there's actually teams of guys oh yeah because my fucking focus rs got held up at the port for like ever yeah that's what that means that door never opened the same way you know what i'm saying are they are they i got the wrong head gasket bro yeah that happened at the port. Are they are they painting cars differently or cheaper than they used to? Because I've seen in the last two months, I've seen a new Mercedes with orange peel. We had that new Jeep Cherokee that had orange peel. Like the I'm orange just, and the sexy driving that yeah, I had before. Pretty much is everywhere. Not good. I, like I, I, it doesn't I think regardless of brand. I, I've seen I think it's a double edged question you're asking. The first one that you were asking is the difference of detailing a car. Let's say a 1988 
you know, whatever, a Countach and a 1988 Ford, whatever, right? Yeah, I was just thinking it's relatable to the listeners. Like, they're looking at, at Matt's car going, well, I can never do that to my car. You know, that, that's a Countach. I think my the Firebird process, would never look like that. The process, I think, is it's the kind of the same um, mentality and same process of working a car. A lot of people, hey, you I'm working an at, MGB. Well, you just like are you changing things up because it's a Ferrari versus a well, Ford. Well, the thing is, is well, we're, we're using the newest technology. So the, the stuff we used yesterday was made for today's cars, yeah. right? not for that Lamborghini. It's just a testament that we could do what we did because of the procedures, right? right. And, and the stuff is good, but it's designed for these new cars to, to to give you maximum gloss, minimizing the quantity of paint you're taking away. So they work great on those. Right. I think the point I'm trying to make is do people like approach a Lamborghini the same way that they would approach a Ford? And I say I say the process and the thought. It's just I my and, and you know when I say to them just the mistake that you're going to make on the Lamborghini if you do make one is going to be more expensive than right. the one on the Ford. That, right. That's that's. But the results are obtainable regardless. Absolutely. Like you don't. Yeah, like, oh, that's it's a Lamborghini. Like, I'm not I mean, going to touch it. Watching yeah. what you did with the with his Mustang. Remember the Mustang right. the spray paint. So the, right. the, the, yeah. the, the, the point <laughs> is that just because you did that on a Countach means that with the right product, with the right experience, with the right determination, right. that result it's can time. be pretty Wait, much yeah. done. Was there a video yeah, of the Mustang? I agree. What was there a video of the Mustang? Did you guys? Oh you my guys god! We shot a four part episode. I got a gazillion views. Okay, so we wet sand. So go find the the Mustang. I called it like five o. Matt's five o. Wet sand or what did I call it? No, Matt's five point o. Heater. 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 Yeah. Because like before I did all the body work and paint work on the Mustang, I gave it to you to do like was it McGuire's detailing demo or something? Yeah. And and I was like, listen, and the car had actually been it was spray paint. It was actual like AutoZone spray paint. The guy did. The guy did in spray paint. Surf in that car, man. The waves are like, yeah, it was bad. Dude. It was well, yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, it was horrible. And and you guys did, I don't know how many. We it was turned four that thing to days. glass. It was that was incredible. a great episode. It was one of my favorite episodes. That's it the was first one crazy. We did yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, the paint doesn't actually even have to be good. No, it doesn't. And to Zach's question, is it is, has it painting changed? As far as I know, I think it has. I mean, chime in and stop me if I'm saying something wrong. But I think. You know, in the painting process, they're trying to like everything else. They're trying to minimize the amount of money spent, right? And how much time well, it takes to go like through. Are there also like environmental concerns? There's too, environmental right? concerns. Water-based paints. Yeah. Water-based paints. How long it's in the heat booth, right? Because every time a car goes, you know, it's a lot of money to heat that booth, right? Mm -hmm. So they're making paints thinner and thinner and thinner and harder and harder and harder. And, and they're making them that they don't need a heat. Heat. And they don't even need heat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind yeah, of thing. So yeah, the paint heat. has changed a lot, specifically with respect to you know the money and uh, the environment as well. Yeah. Could you imagine if they were able to stay with the same paint for 30 years the basics how good yeah. it would be right now but they right. can't do that environmental regulations cost all those things dictate well we have to make a new system and we have three months or six months or a year to do it and then the next one yeah regulation. but think about that from a detailing perspective all those changes on every single manufacturer with a gazillion pads and polishes and the paint's changing and you're supposed to use a, I always go, oh, we're going to do this step and that. And they're like, what is the step for doing this? I'm like, I don't have a clue. You got to you gotta test your car. You got to, you know what I mean? There's no one right way, mm -hmm. which makes the detailing thing like make your mind explode because it's not just like follow this procedure and do this yeah. thing. It's different. There's like a feel element. Well, it's, it's an experience Well, that's true thing. too because you did say that word verbatim <clears throat> that you could, it felt different when you went ahead and cleaned the pad out and polished again. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it was so like uh, vibrant or whatever the word is. Like when I made the mistake, I was like, it all—it just came to me. I was like, "Oh my god! I totally forgot to blow the pad out." And your paint, your paint just went from like okay to like horrible. And I was like, "Whoa! What the hell just happened?" And then I blew it out, and instantly it was perfect. I mean, it told me really fast. You could feel it in the pad too. So, it's hard to be like this one process works. 
cool. Yeah. When I watch Larry do his stuff, I always think about when the first time you ever go to cut your lawn, mm. and like you don't know where to set your your lawnmower, you don't know where the dips are, and the mm. first time you go to cut your lawn, you set that too low and you burn the grass, right. and you're like, up, oh, back up, I got to start over, and right. then you're going through, and all of a sudden there's a dip that you didn't know was there, and you go in and you you know you catch the dip and it and it works. I mean, to me, watching what you do and the instructions that you give, that it always it always kind of made me feel like it was the same way. Like if I had a new yard and I was cutting grass for the first time that season, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to set the lawnmower or where to go or what was imperfections were in my yard. And then, but you learn over time and by like the third or fourth time you cut your lawn, you know where that dip is, you know, where right. the, you know where it's supposed to be and it becomes consistent. I think, I, time. I think analogies are the most important, at least for me when I'm talking you know, and trying to do it on camera. Like I did one that I just went, I, it was a five minute video. I didn't, I didn't even think of it and it went crazy. We talked about cutting, uh, sanding versus compound versus polishing. And I use the analogy. I, I can't quite remember what it was, but it was, you know, uh, a butter, a uh, steak knife or a scalpel, steak knife and a butter knife. And I was trying to explain like, Hey, how, how it, how it cuts. <laughs> so people, people got that, that concept of, you know, what you're talking about, that lawnmower kind of concept. Yeah. All so what right. do we got going here? Why are you staring at Zach know. so much? You're like looking at him oddly. Because he lingered on the fucking shot on Kevin while you were talking for like three minutes, and I was trying to get his attention to Dude, the fucking. I was answering. See, can really I get some camera time for I was answering on? dumb questions? He was, on, but on if, Google. That's fine. Well, you Kevin can do that, but, can, than I but am, go so. to the wide if you're going to do that. That I way, mean, you, that way you. Say I yeah. thought this was like sir. a show of non-rookies, but like, what's the deal it's over here? Fucking amateur hour. Amateur hour. I, like, I like how you had to bring in two other people to help you clean a car. Two was it? Two oh, or the four? Oh, oh shit! I brought in three other people. And That's you know right. what? The whole time he's fucking, we're all by by two o'clock I yesterday. Was, <laughs> he goes, you know, if I was here by myself, this car would be three quarters done. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> I did not yeah. say that. <laughs> that is a lie. That is right. a lie. No, actually, no. What he did say was, if we were if we didn't have to fucking film this the car would be three quarters I done right say now that. is what he did say and he's yes. completely right, right. Yeah. the filming just like yeah. drains everything it's like to stop yeah. like redo it stop and then Kevin messes up his line no I'm kidding, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we yeah. made a fucking we made Quite a movie yeah. and and yeah. after we finish it I go you know what would fucking have been great if we just did that but without the cameras that's the true. cameras made this suck I, you know, that's, that's funny. Every time I wash a car now, it's like a treat to not, you know what I mean? Like, I, I haven't washed my car with Do you know how camera. nice it is to drive fast and not talk? Yeah. It it's like, fucking oh, golden. <laughs> you mean I get to, to sing fucking Motley Crue instead yeah. of talking about chassis dynamics and, then, and tires? Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> let's talk about other things. Does I'm sure the audience has been fucking piling in with detailing questions, hasn't they, haven't they, Zach? There seemed like there was a lot. Um, there's a there's a lot. Good oh my god, there's a lot. Yeah, okay. A lot. Well, we can go to the we can go to the audience that clearly has lots to talk about let's, with you guys. I mean, I, I'm sure they find your time uh, valuable. What do we got? Because I don't have. I mean, now, we we already talked about my fucking car way too. Wow, much, that's so, so cool. Somebody said, "Don't you don't have to read this message? Just keep up the great work." Well, yeah, guess no, what? I read just, the message, Christopher. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Patrick says, uh, I love the podcast. Is it better to start a detailing side hustle or, <laughs> or find a job detailing, presumably for somebody else to gain experience? Mm. Anyone want oh, yeah. to weigh in? Experience, give them the liability. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, get a job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And get, and get, get, get paid, paid for it, either yeah. way. Yeah. Get paid either way. But we, the other thing we did out, in the ATA home, is done. just go across the street and literally go to the body shop. Grab a scrap metal, and they're like, "You want the junk?" And we're like, "Yeah, I'll take that." They're like, "Uh, okay, yeah, take, oh, take yeah. it, put it on a stand." So you're, now you're in for thirty-five dollars for a stand or whatever mm-hmm. it is, and sit there and grind away. And my, I think the best advice is try to ruin the paint, burn through the paint, see what yeah. it smells like, see what it feels like. How hard is it to get through the paint? Just, just like, like a race car go driver. buy a hood, right. put it on a stand. No, and no, get... no, 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 don't buy a hood. Just take it oh, from a guy and throw it away. Oh, yeah, like whatever. it's junk. 
and then like, practice that way. It's pretty simple. That's I a very think. good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Burn but if paint. you can get someone Said. to pay you to learn, yeah, I get highly, I'm saying I at the same time. Paying to learn. I'm saying at the same time. At, the same, at yeah. the same time. I love um, this one. This guy says, uh, "Larry, now that it's been ten years, can you finally tell us?" That, uh, wait, wait, what we, the, got, the, we have to. You can't skip around, dude. Why? Because uh, there's a fucking. This isn't nom. There are rules. <laughs> there are rules. Excited to answer that one. I gotta because I gotta organize. I gotta organize because these guys are organized. Are, are, are organized. Nobody okay. goes to jail unless they want to. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right. So that's what is from the Goodfellas. organization? That's from Goodfellas. Uh, what? what you go in fucking order from the top to the bottom, you oh idiot. Oh <laughs> there's some that are red. Really? There's some that are yellow. There's that's some that are because blue. that's uh, sorted by the amount of. Cashish, but we don't. We, it's okay. All of them are top, above the top threshold. This is a little, I, this I, is I a little inside baseball. You. Please read the next one. You guys, I'm going to get a little inside baseball. We read the questions from top to bottom Got in it. order. All right. <laughs> Just in the order <laughs> the I'm sorry if that's <laughs> too much that to down. handle. Um, the same dude says advice for someone who's looking for a career in cars but has no college education. Career I think it's cars? possible to have a lot of careers in cars without a college. I think there's a lot of careers without college. You have college? Do you have? Are you? You have a college education? Right? Film school. Okay, yeah, film school. No, I, I have fucking art school. I don't have real college education. Yeah. Uh, no, and even if I did, no one cares. Film Nobody school, cared. art school, high school, high school, yeah. high school, high school. <laughs> yeah. Am I the only? I went to college. Larry went to college. <laughs> I went to college. Am I the only one went to college? I went. No, I went. I went to college, but I fucking studied art. I didn't study yeah. things like. Like I think there's a lot you can do in cars and most people don't give a shit if you went to college unless you no, go they, to they work don't. for an OEM in an office or something yeah, I don't right. think anyone really cares no yeah, the only thing I ever use is my Excel class I mean even like <laughs> yeah. Vin yeah. like yeah. even like yeah. like Vinny has the, probably the most he doesn't wear a suit but he has the most suity job of us <laughs> and, and he, had, he had a spreadsheet yeah yeah, he yeah. Uses I use a spreadsheet. spreadsheet that's about it and like does it, would it have mattered if you went to college or no. not not at, all. Not, at all. not at all. I think it's no. personality, experience, willing to le willingness to learn, yeah. and, and enthusiasm more yeah. than anything else. Agreed. Uh, Dan says, uh, Larry, now that it's been 10 years, can you finally tell us what the device was on the front of the Blackbird Audi R8? <laughs> should I give you the honors, or should you I take the honors? Listen, I blew this up like six years ago. Oh, have so you not... Did, did you still not? No, I haven't not, not said it. This shit is hilarious. This is some stupid shit. So this dude who is like a real nerd named Andre. Let's go easy there. He is. Yeah. No, he definitely is. But That's look, it. Yes. He's a nerd named Andre. Yeah, but he has like, access to like nukes, all right? He's like crazy. Like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'll go easy because he, what? he, whatever, he doesn't like He's me. intense. He's he, like, he's, he has to listen. I'm like, he's listening to us right now. He's, whatever. he's intense. And coming from you. Jesus. That's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. No, he, yeah. he, he, he was intense. <laughs> no, he's, he's a nice yeah. guy. I just, yeah. you know, I wouldn't go messing with him. That's whatever. All. So anyway, he bought an R8 and he fucking spent like a zillion dollars putting all these stupid electronics in it for Bull Run, which didn't keep fucking Larry out of jail one bit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and including this thing, go back to the picture, uh, Zach, this thing he shoved on the grill. You know the, what they the called it? Infosonic wave generator. Yeah. <laughs> so they put this, they put sounded this really thing. Good, it sounded, it sounded good. so good. Yeah, they put this thing on, and then and then he started the hype machine as to what it is. We would plug things into those, like on the above of those, those green things. Yeah. Which were literally, uh, it was... Uh, What's the uh, antifreeze? Uh, not antifreeze. No, it was, it was uh, uh, when you cook. What's the cooking? It's, uh, coloring. It's food coloring. It's food coloring. Food coloring. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was food coloring. No, the bottom line is it's fake. It's nothing. It's just a it's thing. It's absolutely nothing. It's, it's just a piece a, of metal. It's a movie prop. Oh, yeah, but you it plug it in, cool. and he had a computer program, so we would go and put the computer there, flip the thing up, 
plug it in to nothing. Yeah. And then he had a program. He really, he's a, he he's really a video sold, editor. Yeah. Like he, made, he makes capacitor. videos. That's right. And he pushed a button, like the space bar, and the things would go up and down. And he would tell people, he would took a, what's the thing where you, you hit, there's the two bars and you hit them. Tuning fork. Tuning, tuning fork. He would take the yeah. tuning fork. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember. And yeah. tell people yeah. to back he up. He's really like, back did. up, back up, back up. It's getting, yeah. You're getting too close he to it. He told people he got to have their nuts near it. Yeah. It was it was actually very funny. They really sold, at the time, they really, really, and they had me and Alex Roy like both vouch for vouching for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was so like for super, super, run, super say, street well, car, Don't get in front of the car. Yeah, every like, car so we have to be the first car. Otherwise, we're going to like nuke all your stuff in the car. Oh. People believe it. It's oh, the greatest yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A hundred percent. For ten horrible. years, we were, we were like, we were three. Every thought crazy. it was like an electromagnetic pulse that was going to yeah. come out of the front of that yeah. and fry yeah. your car. Yeah, and all yeah. Kinds of, yeah. I mean, because we all had crazy electronics in all those cars and bull mm. run that. Bro, year. Yeah. Sir, the forum threads. Oh yeah, the speculative forum threads. You have are to agree. All still there. It genius. And they're incredible. It's genius. It's a yeah. piece of metal that like it was whittled out by AI or whoever did that, right? AI design. No, no. It's. I think it's like. It was like part of a differential cover oh, or yeah. part of a motorcycle engine casing or something because <laughs> it had the little like window thing in it like you'd use to like check oil. No, but if you look at the thing, I think they welded on uh, like, like a like, lens like, of a lens some camera, kind. Like yeah, an old yeah. lens camera. On it. <laughs> <laughs> like, see the little lens camera? It's <laughs> really fucking They tinted it. So we, he would go it's over, really kneel funny down, gag. And, and twist the, the little knob there and it would change the little thing and he would twist it at the same time he's like pushing the, the <laughs> computer oh. to make it like change. Oh, boy. It was, it was hysterical. I'll People tell you what, it's a really funny goof. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, now that I look at the picture, it's still fucking funny. And if you fun. look at those green things, those green things were tucked into like, see, into the, uh, the, the front They're grill. hoses. Yeah. They're they don't cool go anywhere. No. If anyone yeah. ever went there and pulled them out, they don't go anywhere. There's, it's, it's a circle. It looks like a liquid-cooled <laughs> computer, and yeah, it, it looks crazy. like it has coolant going. It was great. <laughs> it's very But, funny. I mean, that's bull run. I mean, that's oh, the whole like pageantry. Yeah. Everybody had something. It's all We were dressed in BDUs. I got pulled through the window in a camouflage. Yeah. in the middle of the desert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, that bull, all that fucking bullshit yeah. don't keep you out of jail. Yeah. That's very funny, though. Nate says, uh, helping my dad restore his 64 Chevelle. Any tips on how to clean a yellowing white vinyl top and a foggy plastic rear window? That's you guys. You guys are the muscle car people. How do you clean a white vinyl top? Does it say con convertible? Or just, uh, yeah. Convertible, yeah. It's a yellow convertible top, not a Landau roof. Well, it's a yellowing white when, when I used to do this on a regular basis, you would still scrub them up with a an all-purpose cleaner, like like get, like you'd use on a boat, like a like, boat like deck a cleaner, green yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like mm, that. Yeah. And on some cars, it, you'd want some alkalinity to it. Yeah, you'd want to definitely on a lot of those cars, you would put some masking tape down and put some plastic because it will Soft etch into, brush. into the paint, right? And yeah. then so yeah, you use a. a a stiff nylon bristle brush to agitate it. I used to mix it with car wash soap and some all-purpose cleaner and then rinse it yeah. off. And then if you have any scuffs that didn't come off, you can use the poor man's dry cleaning solution, lacquer thinner, on, on a cotton <laughs> towel. Very, very gentle. <laughs> well, no, it's a great cleaner. It, it, you know, it is. It, it's a great cleaner. It, it, it evaporates quickly so it doesn't soak. It's not too hot like acetone. It won't melt it. So we, yeah. I used ton, you know, hundreds of gallons of lacquer thinner with yeah, no I did, I did obvious side, side effects. effects. What, about, what about the yellowing the plastic rear window? Uh, that, they're a little more fixed? difficult. They can be to a degree, but if it's crispy or it's got little uh, cracks in it, yeah, it, it needs to just be replaced. Yeah. But certainly you can you, polish it. You can polish it just like you do automotive paint mm. or tail lights or headlights. Um, and a lot of times you can get a lot of that yellowing. The yellowing is dead oxidized plastic. Kind of like the headlight. 
But oh, you should back fish. it. You should put a, a, a piece of board and a towel and have somebody hold it inside while you polish the outside. Can you imagine you the guy polishing the plastic and it's like pushing. Yeah, you could stretch it or you could break <laughs> the thread. Like, you know, like heating yeah. a big bubble yeah, of it. It's yeah, like it's like going all the way through. And like, <laughs> it's clean, but now you have a. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of headlights, did you end up popping my lenses off? No, we okay. were. There's we a little bit of grime inside my like uh, my blinker lenses, mm -hmm. like my and put and I was like, You're gonna unlike those. the McLaren, we could just like, you know, do a few screws. Remember that and we popped mm -hmm. it off and like the lenses yeah, were just sitting there. Don't you don't have that. Dude, Camisa cleaned the inside of his Ferrari 304 taillights. Yeah, and it's like. It looks like he bought new taillight covers. Yeah, like there was so much shit on the inside to of get them, those and now off. Red. Though, it's it's got to be like well, insane um, amount of work. Lee, uh, Lee's guys, uh, I think probably Bryce and the painter um, uh, took my taillight lenses apart and like cleaned and polished the lenses, and it looks like he got new lenses. But if I ha if he had, there would have been thousands of dollars. Mm -hmm. Those that Porsche oh, yeah, that lens middle, in the back thing, it always is goes so yeah, yeah, it's expensive because ev it's because everybody's has an issue with it. Yeah, yeah that's a big deal. Um, cool. Uh, we skipped one. Yeah, skipped oh, one. we did? Sorry. Uh, Larry, which one of your products is your favorite or has the most benefit to a car? So mm. your products, by the way, which we haven't really talked about, Ammo Products. Ammo NYC, yes. Yeah, AmmoNYC.com. They're expensive, but they're nice. No, they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> they are nice. They are nice. Know. You get what you, what you pay for. I would say uh, Hydrate is by far the most popular. That's just sure. the wash soap, right, pretty no, much? No, no, no. That's the drying aid. Oh. Yeah, that stuff is crazy. Um, if you had some at the house, you'd probably know what they were. This is true. Listen, listen, it, listen. It, it just it comes in. Yeah. You don't. You know, it, <laughs> things arrive, and oh, they geez. haven't arrived from him. So what the fuck can I say? Uh, you know, I when lost you your literally dress. live in free car care products, why are you going to buy this expensive ass shit? Oh, well, thank it's you. That UPS. That's why I'm going to. That's why I should live in your car care products. What, Vin, when we do redo the garage and get rid of the cabinets, we'll build the ammo shelving. I like yeah. it. And we'll Larry will stock it. We'll do a whole POP display. Yeah, I, forever I like for life. Like Plus. You get a lot of free car care from like really established brands that people trust. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Ah, Who's that? Who's that gremlin in the corner over there? I can't oh, see him. That's right. I have two jobs, and that's one. <laughs> Bro, hashtag oh, Patterson care. I'm just kidding. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm just kidding. And I love David. Yeah. Uh, he's <laughs> nice. Oh boy. Moving on. Oh come on. Don't be. He gets so defensive. I'm not. I'm not. This, this is great. You can't I, send it this way. This is great. I can't. Back. I can't wait to see. Yeah, I break my key out when I uh, go past the Kunta next time uh, so what is hydrate you never actually finished hydrate is a drying aid it's by far the most popular um uh, product we have it's basically a lubricant when you're drying the paint most people focus on lubricating the paint when you're you know washing it you know soaps and water and all this kind of stuff but you know they kind of forget the other part uh you're using chamois and beach towels years ago i don't think people are doing that too much now but uh so we introduced a a, a product Wait, that you mean by, by years ago you mean fucking beach towels right people still use chamois do we still use chamois or no i mean it was just like how do you, how do you, you, you the point of the story is you focus all your time and energy on washing it but nobody oh, yeah. thought about drying it it's anytime you touch the paint i think you should have as much lubricant lubrication as possible so nobody did anything and so you know we came out with the hydrate as a lubricant that's the most popular and now it's a kind of a mainstay thing for a maintenance wash as opposed to polishing because it does leave behind some shine and things which would interfere with polishing oh yeah cool yeah. so cool. there you go cool all right yeah uh let's see wait hang on go back up larry does reflex have a shelf life i'm still on my original bottle i bought in 2017 and i wonder if it's lost any effectiveness if it's not opened it's uh at least a year 
life. But if it's open, then and air has gotten to it, then there could be some issues. You'll be able to see in there if there's if it's coagulated or you know. It's, it's, so if it looks nasty, it's no bueno. Yeah, it's not going to hurt anything. It's just going to maybe less effective if it hasn't. If he opened it up and smelled it and played with it and put you know whatever and put it back and then like it wasn't closed right, then it's useless. You know, it's okay. just like anything else. So, <clears throat> got it. Dan says, uh, happy to see you driving the NSX, Larry. I worked where Honda makes the NSX. Is it in Marysville? Is it made in Ohio? No, yeah. we're going tomorrow. I'm going there tomorrow to see the NSX factory in Ohio. Where is you, what do you say? Ohio. Ohio. What's it's Ohio. What's Mar- is it Marysville? I don't know. No, we Marysville talked about is the that. Honda plant. It's, we know we're going to Ohio. That's it. We, what? we, we know we're going to Ohio. <clears throat> we haven't actually seen beyond that. We're getting okay. on a plane. It is made in Ohio. And we're being met there. Right. Yes. I feel bad for the gentleman who works there, and I don't know the name. Uh, but it is definitely made in Ohio. Um, wait, go back to the rest of his question. Uh, one of my projects was improving the SOP for paint correction at the plant. We're literally going to that section. Oh, really? Well, his yeah. name is Dan Kilgore. So there you go. Shout out to Dan Kilgore. That's interesting. What's nice. SOP? Standard Operating Procedure. Oh, sorry. Yeah, duh. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. It's not in my vernacular. For, for It is now. Uh, it is now. Um, the paint on the NSX... Wasn't really great, was it? I mean, if we're honest, I thought the paint was pretty good. Didn't you guys? I some people pointed out some orange peel to me. Was there orange peel on the paint? Well, it has texture. You know, when you're in the sun, you that's don't real, see that's it. That's really <laughs> yeah. uh, that's political. <laughs> you really, you really dialed that down a bit. Yeah. I can say that shit. In, I, in I, the shade, it's more noticeable. You see it? it differently. You see the top of the clear, but in the sun, it's such a vibrant color that you had. Right. Uh, you don't see the clear. It goes right to the base coat of the sh- Yeah, they orange. said, what did they say? It was a medium paint but, job or something? It, yeah, it's not their highest grade. Yeah, there's like a, a an average, there's a medium, yeah. and then there's like a ridiculous one that we're going to see tomorrow. But is the could, ridiculous the silver? No, it's, um. I should know this. It's all. I it's a, a new thing. It's a new thing. I, yeah. What is the. There's but a no, new keep in mind that this medium new? grade paint job is a $10,000 option on yeah. that NSX. This, this new one is I'd like. I'd be mildly bonkers. annoyed if I was charged 10 grand and got orange peel. <laughs> I mean, I would. Yeah. And I'm a fan of the NSX. Did you guys enjoy the NSX? Oh, it was absolutely. insane. I mean, I'm nice. not. It was I'm, really it's pretty impressive. cool. Yeah. yeah, I was impressed with the driving and the car. Just You could just feel that thing just. It's falling and breaking, and it had a good turn radius, and it just was everything was it's like really, nice. really solid. Hey, can mm. I say something about the orange peel mm. factor? Okay, what? so so I'm thinking if I'm a listener of this program and I hear this talking about orange peel, are we saying orange peel is a, the, the 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 principal point of? <clears throat> being a bad paint job i don't know are uh, we you no i think that by Opinion? default you have to have a little i think it's a, a decent thing uh, the, di- the what do we say the the, um, the default or the uh byproduct of 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 uh orange peel is that it's easier to to correct if you have something that's perfectly flat and you literally just go like that you've now scratched the paint and it's like it's going to drive you nuts every mm. time you walk up to it so some cars inherently have a little bit of leeway there yeah, i just so want to zach and i got yeah, a jeep uh, press car well zach did not i but zach had a jeep press car it was a grand cherokee trailhawk uh that it? no it was, it was uh, the, like limited altitudes no, it's one of those like a mid-range Summit, yeah. grand cherokee whatever but we noticed that both the front grill the front part of the hood and the front bumper mm. had a lot of orange peel, right. and like the rest of the car, like kind of didn't. Not so much. Could that have been like intentional, so that an area that might get scratched up more easily was, was it? A, was it a different material? Was it like one was plastic and one was well? Metal? The bumper was yeah. The bumper was yeah. like rubbery the hood, something, and the hood was metal. The hood was aluminum. And steel, aluminum. aluminum and yeah, they were both equally. 
whatever. We noticed it on both yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah, I don't know. That's a, they that's can a, be those components can be sprayed at different factories and brought in. Right. Mm. Uh, some of those you want it to be flexible and resilient. They don't flow as well. I mean, there could be a number of things if right. they were doing the GT three gets paint like the wing has got to get painted somewhere else because the car is usually okay. The G, the wing is a nightmare. It's yeah, a it completely different. Really? It's, it it's never insane. matches. Yeah. I mean, it's it's possible that our, that our our memory, my memory is bad in in that when I look at new cars, I think, wow, I'm noticing this more. Is it happening more, or am I just looking? <laughs> They're bigger panels and now. More. Bigger know? panels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, the earlier ones, you just had two bumper covers, right? And they were having problems with those and they would use this product called a flex agent to help the paint flow out. It wasn't to make it more flexible like we think because it's, you know, because it's bendy and flexible and twisty. They would use a flex agent to help the paint flow out smoother. But you have to keep in mind because it's plastic, that paint has to be really bendable and flexy and twisty. And there's other things going on that um, would cause, I mean, imagine if there was some kind of uh, electrostatic in the plastic Mm -hmm. and it dries differently. You know, it doesn't have the ability to flow out like it does on an aluminum panel or, or absorption a metal panel. rates on plastic if it absorbs or, into or it or you not. Could, or you can heat the panel right. that's metal mm-hmm. higher temperature than you can a plastic panel. Right. Mm-hmm. All these things would dictate that you adjusting how that paint flows out. It either continues to flow or it stops flowing and starts to cure and that stalls it and makes it orange peel more. So it's really about Okay. You know how quickly it's catalyzing or drying right. versus how long it can flow. So, so we agree then. That, uh, yeah, that to your or, point, the orange peel it, doesn't mean it's a bad paint job. It right. doesn't. It, it actually okay, has some positive got, effects. I mean, right. if you took your card, a cardboard box and set it on a trunk and oh, let me set this here and it slid. If you have orange peel texture, it's easy to get that out of the tops of the orange peel texture. Right. But if well, you I, have, I, I understand Derek's question is because when I looked at it, it looks imperfect. It doesn't look like. You know, when you see a corrected car or a car that has a very expensive paint job and it has like that mirror finish and you look down it and you can see it's just flat and reflecting whatever you Definitely. So if that's the bar and then I look at a new car and I go, well, this has waves in it, you know? So I think, yeah, I was making it sound like that was a bad paint job because in my head it looks less than optimum. But yeah. maybe you guys can comment on if you've, I, have you noticed that more in the last 10, 20, 30 years? I think it's or, the consistency that matters. If you have orange peel on one panel, a perfect panel on the next one, and orange I peel think again, so too. then you lose your and mind. And again, you, mm-hmm. you would assume something, you know, a, a person I know that was in, in a very high-end facility, I don't want to name it, but he, this is multi-hundred-thousand-dollar vehicles, and, and they're known for the ultimate paint jobs, okay? They would actually take a, a sanding disc and do it up, down on the door, up, stop, pull the disc. These are $7 of disc retail. Up, <laughs> down, disc, pull the disc. Mm. The whole car, massive yeah, cars. Disc you know, is beautiful. five inches in diameter. So my point is, is they are sanding off the stuff that you're seeing and saying, hey, that's mm. not quality. Well, there's another big step to making it quality. This sounds like the kind of thing Rolls-Royce would do with the dealer. Right. That's a that's a fucking phantom drophead move right okay, there. So, <laughs> it, it is, so 100%, right? It could feasibly be the same exact paint factory facility but that next step which gotcha. is thousands yeah, yeah. and thousands of dollars to get it to where you deem it as like hey that's quality well it is quality because there was another finishing step yeah because uh, okay. they put it okay. in that crazy t- light tube room it's, and sat yeah, there for 12 obvious. hours when you those, see one and yeah. your body panels now are perfect talking, you can go my okay. gosh eight hundred dollars of sandpaper in the msrp right. in this car yeah exactly <laughs> true yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, cool. All right, so all right, so I apologize Sorry. to Acura. It's the, not shitty. It's just got orange peel on it, which could go either way. Just a cool. side note. Side note. Yep. Uh, MB is Frenchy. Hello again. This is a 
Regular of regulars. Uh, Larry, most fun you had with Matt, car and non-car related. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wow. Um, <laughs> this could be good. I don't even know. Hmm. I mean, I can I can give one. So this is my 18th birthday. Eight, it was my 18th birthday, right? Oh. Uh, and my this. girlfriend was uh, had broken up with me right. on that day. Right. Might have been my 17th. I think it was my 17th birthday. Girlfriend had broken up with me on that day, and I was not feeling good about myself. And um, my family was going to take everybody, all our friends, to Benihana, because right. that was our thing, you know, the Japanese steakhouse for the birthday. But I was, like, not happy about yeah, it yeah. being my birthday party and having this girl. Having to entertain all these people during that time. Yeah. yeah. And she was, if you recall, very fucking hot, yeah, too. She's... It was really a heartbreaker at the time. Right. And uh, Larry had gotten himself a new car yeah. that day. Yes. I didn't actually know about it, but he showed up at my parents' house in... 1981 right. Volkswagen Rabbit Diesel <laughs> that he had bought that he bought for fifty yeah, dollars I think like, right it was like fifty or sixty bucks for my uncle yeah. <laughs> and it was the worst car that ever existed at the same time it was the most fun car ever yeah because on the way from when I bought it upstate and drove it home <clears throat> the hood flower <laughs> <laughs> Oh, flew over the car, landed in the road, and then I had to pull over, obviously, and what? run out and get it. So I ran out and get it. By the time I got it, a car ran it over, and there was a, a, a tire mark right through the... So it pinched a little bit, and there was a tire mark through it. So I grabbed it, you know, I like held it on the roof and just like slowly drove home. So we ended up putting it back together, and then something broke, and I was like, I can't pick, you know, I'm not going to pick. So I put a metal um, wire through there so that if I needed to open the hood, I'd have to put my finger through this thing and then pull it, but it stuck out like that far out of the hood because it was, you know, it was, it was taut, it was straight. So I, to pull it, that's what I would do. Anyways, I did all that stuff, I bandaged it up, and I drove over to Matt's house like five seconds. And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah. you gotta check this out. And this fucking diesel rabbit smoked like crazy. Uh, remember yeah. the headliner? It smoked. It didn't uh, have a headliner. Yeah. It had no headliner, and the inside of the roof was rusted. And but so it just, vibrated so much from the diesel that rust ru flakes. Oh, it had like great. rust <laughs> dandruff. So awesome. And you remember drying out? It was like what? Well, da -da -da. Yeah. <laughs> that that really looks almost exactly yeah, like it. Right it. That might even be it. Yeah, that looks that like it. your fucking dad's garage too, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. That that thing <laughs> that might awesome. actually be it. And so it, ran, it was really bad. And dude, we get on the highway. So we went to high school in a, a very wealthy school and grew up in an upper middle class area, probably a rich area, upper middle class area. So like we did have friends that had like really nice cars and we had friends that had like not so nice cars, but we didn't really have any friends that had like a real fucking horrible shitbox. This was our first <laughs> Larry, because Larry actually had this, was, he had he had a, a fucking sick fox body. Yeah. All our friends had Mustangs together. We all had five of us, we all had Mustangs. <laughs> he had the first one though, and his was really nice. 89 LX. It was a really nice yeah. car. And God, I wish we still had that. anniversary. It was a great car. Yeah. And uh, But he didn't want to drive in the snow, so he was the first one with a proper winter beater. beater. 70 That's, bucks. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you crazy? And my, uncle would, and my uncle was a diesel mechanic. I so the car it, ran great. <laughs> but the problem is I had to have an, uh, a tank of propane and I uh, let off and, uh, you know, to start it. Start, no, 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 to heat it up. Remember? Oh, okay, heat it up. I like, the, I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, torch, a, torch. so we're at like this billion dollar school with like fancy cars. 
I have to stick a pencil or a pen through that thing because it hurt my finger. Pull it, pop this hood that now still has a tire mark through it. Oh yeah, the, oh, the reason awesome. the hood thing mattered because you had to open the hood every time. Sorry, in the parking lot every day. It's like with all these like rich kids, and I had to, I'm pulling out, and like the teachers are like, this guy's pulling out a blowtorch in the parking lot. I'm heating up the glow plugs because it didn't it didn't work for whatever reason. I'd sit there like this, so run back in the car, run back over there, heat it up. And, and like these guys are rolling in like Range Rovers and I'm like hey I'll see you in class yeah. tomorrow yeah. Yeah. Uh, parking lot full of brand new Grand Cherokees yeah, and he was fucking Larry yeah, it was incredible amazing. I mean car, when man. I tell you that I was broken up with that day and in a half hour of this car I was the happiest person <laughs> because I was crying yeah. I was laughing so hard I was crying I remember looking at you because his road to your house was windy and I when I winded out it would go oh, no 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 and then you shift it and the car would go boom it would just bang like this and I remember looking over at you and you were laughing crying and your hand was on the ceiling because the seats were like, <laughs> like going nuts and he, I just remember that so vividly it was the greatest I moment was, ever I was crying right sheer now. the Fuck oh, up. Yeah, yeah. Larry is this, had. Is this Larry and his friend going to school? I feel like if cars are passing and you're like, ah, I got this train track. This car, like, oh, see? Dude, Larry's high school cars were amazing. Yeah, like, because like he had, you know, most people who, if they didn't get into a big crash or something, had one car for high school. Right. Larry had like six. Yeah, I definitely had six. Let, or we're gonna go through all of Larry, all, like all of bucks. Larry's yeah. high school cars, and they yeah. were all, with the exception of the Mustang, they were yeah. all terrible. The eighty-three Buick. Buick Skylark. That thing was the bomb. <laughs> the 83. It had the digital where the, the <laughs> yeah. speed like that, oh, where yeah. like the little the eighty-three thing would go. Buick Skylark. Every time you drove it, it was a video game to get the high score. Yeah, it oh, was yeah. the greatest thing ever. Oh, it was. It was wait, blue. is that eighty-three? It might have been newer. It might have been like an eighty-five then. It might have yeah, been. The, it's a little newer than that one. That one for sure. Um. Nah, Ugh, it was terrible. Keep, that, yeah, keep yeah going. it was one of those. Whatever. It took every time you hit the gas, it would go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Boom! And it would just explode. Yeah. You, we'd always floor it. I mean, we're 18 years old. I was flooring it every day. Yeah. And you, as soon as you hit the gas, it, you could hear the engine go. <laughs> and a second ago, oh, no, 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 I had the Cougar. The that black, I had for like 10 seconds. Like an 87 Cougar. Yeah, you yeah. had it for like no My for uncle a would repair cars. He couldn't be able to sell them. And I'd be like, uh, I'll take bucks? it for $72. Yeah. He's like, just get it off the lot. <laughs> yeah. And so I would take it. It cost me like $300 to register. Top right, Zach. You know? Top right. Yeah, there she is with that big mercury grill. Yeah, but yeah. that that paint is like concourse paint. <laughs> this was destroyed. <laughs> I didn't have like a back seat in that one or something. That that was kind of a sketch mobile. That was a little. And weird. then there was like the twenty six foot F three fifty, which dually. we had ridiculous fun in going to yeah. concerts and whatnot. Had two fuel tanks, big fucking old square body Ford F three fifty, which. What did your dad do with that truck? Well, this was Larry. Wait, 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 wait a second. I have two great stories about this. When I bought the truck from my uncle, by the time I got home, the serpentine belt in this turbo diesel, the you know, old school diesel, busted. So I had to figure out a way to get home. I finally got home. I got there, right? So I, it was so tall that I had to sit on the engine 
to you know to pull one of the pulley, you know, to put a bar in and pull the pulley yeah, to the remove the tensioner pulley. Tensioner yeah. pulley. Yeah. Thank you. So as I'm pulling the tensioner pulley, no, 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 it, it's fine. I'm fixing. It. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And we had a tenant that lived upstairs in our old house, <laughs> and so I'm sitting on the engine because it, it's really, really tall. So I pop it out. Put it, I'm like, look at me. I'm Mr. Mechanic. It's great. As I get to jump <laughs> off. I, you know, you're like this around the hood, and I just jump off to get on my. The hood latch <laughs> catches, and excuse me, this is the, this is the thing, uh, catches my anus. And rips it. I hit the what? ground. <laughs> oh, Remember when I came to school? I hit the ground. I'm using that word because that's the actual word because I had to go I'm to the hospital. Thick and need thicker pants. It's okay. Maybe. You can say anus. <laughs> well, whatever. You're I, I hit it. the ground. He always fixes cars naked. I, I passed out. The upstairs neighbor, oh, the, the, the lady that lived upstairs, oh, came down and got my parents and woke me up. And I remember I was in a puddle of sweat and I was obviously bleeding out of my butt. <laughs> and I, I had to go to school the next day, so I patched the whole thing up, blah, 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 blah. Later, <laughs> later on, to Matt's point, I go to school, the whole thing, and he's like laughing and crying and the whole nine yeah. hours. I come home, and I'm like, I was like, yo, dad, where's the 26-foot truck I just bought? <laughs> like, the driveway is like pretty, pretty small. Like, where's the truck? And this is, and this is him. He's sitting there like this. He's like... He's sitting in, a, in, his, sitching chair in his chair on a, on a, on a computer. A, on, a, on a laptop. And I'm like... Yo, <laughs> where's my truck? Because at that point, I was going through cars. I didn't have... And he's like, um, well, okay. So let's talk for a second. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> so he ended up trading the truck, make a long story short, to some random dude for a laptop. He was on his laptop. He's like, give me a second. I'm like, what just happened right here? He's like, oh, it was too big for the driveway. I was like... Can we have a discussion about this? Like, it's got five RAM or whatever. I'm like, it's a Pentium. It's a Pentium. <laughs> yeah, so I've had some crazy you. trucks for sure. But Me, to be fair, that truck did try to kill you. Yeah, this is true. It did. Yes. Yeah, once it got into Uranus, it had to go. <laughs> Fuck. I did have to go. Well, there's pretty, a, that's a pretty solid rule, I think, in any household. <laughs> there's a few high school car stories for you. Yeah. Uh, question about can you uh, what can you do a video? about 3M paint protection film versus Expel in real world conditions. Pro, cons, 3M, Expel. Why does Expel need a sealant? There's like seven questions in there. You can really just pick the less, overall arching question. A and lot also, less 3M licensed shop than Expel. I think that's the best question. It's because Expel is, uh, you know, they market really well. Like, just like any branding company. I shout out to Expel. They just did my whole 911. Yeah, my, it my looks car's oh, it too. Amazing. Yes, it's, Chris it, West, shout no, out. No arguments there. It's, it, I have a video about that, by the way, coming. Uh, yeah, shoot one for you, Larry. Love your content and your passion. Uh, uh, correcting, oh, question: correcting tiny pinhead paint chips on the front without repainting. Can yeah, you do that's, anything? That's what we saw. That's not. Uh, those are to uh, pinhead paint chips. Those are usually like gravel, we, like rock. Right, like we call that mix. shotgun oh. blast. Your, your car had yeah. like. Every square inch had shotgun blast on the front of it. Like it's been driven on a road? Yeah, exactly. It's totally normal. <laughs> like, I don't know. So there's really no way, if that's what he's talking about, unless you guys have another idea, of touching that up, you would lose your... Like, that's even too tedious. Like, can me. you can't even, like, could you put touch-up paint, like, on the head of a fucking well, they, paper They clip sell and... those really, really tiny little brushy things for that, right? Isn't mm, that really... No, they're talking, like, literally the size of pins, oh. pin marks. You couldn't... Yeah. Even if you could... You can, you can rent Larry's this dick. This is kind of technical. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you couldn't, couldn't afford you it, You couldn't buddy. get the paint to drop in there because there'd be a, a microscopic amount of air in the way. 
you'd have to pop the bubble. Oh my have God! It, yeah, really? in. You know, yeah. you have to vacuum it in. Wow! It's like you do windshields. <laughs> yeah. You think yeah. of how they do a windshield? Oh, like yeah, if point. you just put the resin there, like go. Go. You guys forgot So kind of that problem. Is there something that you should do if you have that? Like, can you seal that? Just keep waxing it? I mean, is that going to ever... Wax the car and drive it. Or and get just, it repainted. Yeah, you, it's never going to happen. At that point, you're obviously driving the cars. nothing you could do. So yeah. just enjoy it. it and if he's talking about pinholes, that's insane. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing you can do to that, unfortunately. Mm-mm. All right. Massive uh, fan of all of you, Detailers. Yeah, buddy. Uh, detailers, uh, what is your take on P&S Beadmaker? And do you think we are at the point where sealants are making wax for Redundant, excluding concourse. Does the depth and shine still match? Uh, I can't speak to whatever product he's talking about. I just don't, I don't, I don't have the chemistry behind that one. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I don't know how you, what you guys feel about that. I say no. I don't think that waxes and sealants are, uh, you know, are, you know, past its prime or whatever. I don't think so. I mean, they do different things. You know, if you take a, a traditional carnauba style wax, mm-hmm. it's basically natural wax. And they strip it off the palm tree leaf, and mm-hmm. then they go ahead and uh, dry it out and grade it from one to five, you know, number one being the best. Then you have to figure out, well, how to get this in the bottle or the can, right? right? And so you put a solvent in there and some oils and emollients, and then you apply it to your car, and those solvents evaporate. And now you have a layer of wax sitting on the car, being held on by friction. So paint expands and contracts. It, it's not sticking on there. It's resting on there. Right. So it's going to be the least durable. Right. So you go something like a sealant or a polymer that's got that kind of technology that can actually microbond and cross-link. Mm-hmm. That's more durable, right. but it's not as pretty. It's still very difficult to match the beauty of natural wax. Agreed. Uh, but like you said, they are getting really good because now we're not just using polymer. They're using silicones and things like that that cause them to feel slippery and flow. And then you go to the coatings, which is extremely durable and super clear, but they can tend to have a plasticky look. But uh, all of these are exceptionally good now, so Mm. you can't make a bad choice. And there's times where you might want to have a carnauba wax because it is a layer that can move around and and just slip and slide. You get under trees on a regular basis that's dropping material on it. You want some slip. You don't Mm. want it to bite in. You get water spots. It's good to have a barrier that's going to slip and slide and degrade easy versus something like a coating that that maybe doesn't have the same slipperiness factor. Mm-hmm. So there's pluses and minuses to all of them. The other thing is cost, and the other thing is do safety. you know what you're doing? I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, like, you know, we start program. getting into the, co- yeah. the coatings and things. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of safety it's, issues. They're like, you know, they can that's cause That's a big thing, too. And the sprays, the sprays are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're some of them are every bit as durable and beautiful as all of the products we talked about. I think about. the bigger thing is, I don't think you can put one thing, short of it, you know, a clear bottle. You can't just put one thing on your car and be like, that's it, I'm done, I'm out of here. You know, and, and that sort of mentality, I think it's certainly a lot in the, the US. But that that's you a popular take a, pop product. Take a pill and then I'm done, yeah. and then I don't have to like ever go to the gym and work out. I can be Arnold Schwarzenegger is kind of like my thing. It's like, no, you have to actually do stuff, and you have to maintain, the, you have to now, especially you, have to maintain the paint if you want to keep it to look like, you know, yeah, like yeah. that. So there's no miracle. I don't, I'm not sure if that's what he's asking about, but. Okay. You know, there you go. I think that's close enough. Oh, that's um, your boy again? Yeah, you know, he's a regular. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually uh, answer a second part myself. What do you suggest for average person in terms of cleaning and polishing for lease returns? I suggest fucking zero. They can eat a dick. <clears throat> right? Why would you spend money to polish a lease return? Who cares? Well, you get hit on the back end. Only if it's damaged, not if it's not polished. You don't get hit for paint not for a car not being polished and you return a lease. I, you get well, hit I if it's damaged. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wow. I mean, dealerships are different, but you know, I, if you want to roll in and just hand your whatever, if you want to burn five hundred dollars, knock yourself out. But I'm saying, don't. Uh, Larry, how do you deal with your knees and joint wear long term? 
Uh, that's, that's actually one that's stumping me. I don't know. I'm now taking a, a whole new stance, um, no pun intended, on, on taking care of myself because I'm, I'm getting a bit of... So I have a new knee. This knee's going to go soon. So, yeah, I'm definitely having some uh, health uh, things I need to concentrate on, specifically, I think, a lot of the chemicals. There's all this detailing and all this wonderful stuff, but like at the end of the day, we are breathing in uh, things that aren't so good, and, and these chemicals and you know the focus has been on if i put something on my car i don't want it to ever come off and i'll charge a zillion dollars for it in these coatings and things and i think it's great i think the technology is going in the right way but i think going for just the money and how the longevity is there's other factors i think the safety is becoming a bigger concern and i do think uh kevin knows uh i will be respectful of the people but there's other people out there that are actually long-time detailers or having health issues and i think as those health issues become more uh public i think yeah. people are like whoa well, wait a second what the, what are we putting on our cars that's doing it? it's like well if you do that for 30 years you're gonna have some issues so why don't we not always focus on how like oh, i can put this on pop a pill and i'll be arnold schwarzenegger when we think about like maybe backing it down a little bit so that's i'm having some issues there so I'm taking a lot more uh, health <clears throat> concerns. Does that okay. make sense? There also, you go. wear knee pads. Um, Brent <laughs> Brennan says, uh, "How do you remove deep ingrained water spots from glass?" I've tried everything from lemon juice to coarse cut and polish. Straight acid. You need acid-based cleaners, but go ahead, Gavin. Well, the they can also etch and cause you more problems. Themselves, they, yeah. they can eat away and dissolve that, and then you have streak marks mm. and, and whiting effects. So generally speaking, the typical car abrasive compound or polish, if you have uh, difficult to remove water spots, they're not strong enough. They break down again. Glass is hard. Exactly. And so if, you can, like if you can abrade that away, right. where is that glass abrasion going? Well, it's probably sticking to the polish. It's probably uh, uh, encompassing the, the the compound, right? right? If you've got a spongy pad or a soft and cushiony pad, that's not going to work very well. It's just going to roll right over it. So you have to go in and say, okay, well, I've tried those things. It's time to get yourself a felt pad, which if you look in even the most basic glass polishing kit, they use felt, which is ex essentially strings and cotton and different strands, and they compress it and flatten it and steam it together, and it's really dense. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not very malleable, not like foam. And then you use something uh, that the glass shops you'd call cerium oxide. It's, it's made for glass. It mm -hmm. comes in different grades. You can buy that at the glass shops, different powders, and you utilize that with some water, and you keep it really wet, because if you don't, it'll scour the glass. But I think if he's tried... The, the t traditional stuff for automotive paint, or you know, pads, liquids, and, and polishes. It's time to try cerium, something with cerium oxide, and maybe the felt. Right. And you can use the felt with rotary or random orbital. But you, again, the number one thing I've found is to keep it wet and use plenty of the cerium oxide because if you get too much glass, you are now polishing your glass with glass. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done it. Yeah. I've done it on, on, on a Corvette right. where I actually was doing it just with the finger and thumb and a microfiber towel. Dummy me. Didn't flip it and I ended up scouring bigger marks than I was trying to take out. So right. I know that... Mm -hmm. I speak from experience. Oof, that sucks. All right, yeah. good tip. I think Cerium oxide. You want to wear a mask for, I assume, because <laughs> you're polishing glass and particles in the air and all that kind of uh, stuff? Yeah, because it will eventually dust away. So that's mm -hmm. a good idea. Yeah. The water helps keep that in control. Good though. point, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, any tips, recommendations, John says, for working gel coat on a fiberglass boat versus on a car? I currently have uh, a Bigfoot 21 and Griot's 3 inch. Perfect. Whatever that means. That's Perfect machines. Okay. You, you anyone anyone work on boats? That's your yeah. department, my man. <clears throat> You're a boat guy. I found that 
not that not that car pr- 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 products built for paint don't work on gel coat, but um, the products that are designed for the marine line or, or a boat seem to work better. They have different properties. No. And, yeah, they work much better. I'm going to go on a limb here. It turns yeah, out gasoline cars <laughs> run better on gasoline than diesel. Yeah. yeah, but there's, again, like paint, there's no magic one product that'll fix it all. You've got to do your testing, see how the gel coat's going to react. There are different types of gel coats. Some of the gel coats have paint on them, vinyl, things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's not a one-stop shop answer for that one i just think gel coat there's just a lot of stuff coming off that's it's just, right it's that's just right. like management of porous. residue and it's just very porous very oxidized very dead old stuff if assuming he's doing an old boat i'm guessing it's just coming off and as it's coming off it's like having a fire hose and trying to breathe at the same you got to be able to clean that pad out otherwise you're gonna have issues we did the same thing the same kind of idea on the freedom one airplane yeah with with Ryan, it was just oxidized paint, which is it was similar in concept. Yeah, to that except boat. for this is not just a layer of it. It's sometimes the gel coat all the way through throughout right. becomes oxidized because it is so porous. So you go ahead and polish that away, and you think I'm not going to get. When am I going to get to the good stuff? Right, like you're never going to get to the good stuff. Yeah, it's so. just like really, it's way different than than paint. You know what I mean? You could, you could, like Derek said, you could definitely use automotive type compounds and polishes and pads. You just have to clean it a lot like more. Insane amount. Keep you actually it, have to use yeah. a different pad mm-hmm. that's just like good at managing that residue. But the thing is, it's not as thick as you think. You got resin and you got gel coats and skip that one. Yeah, skip that one. I don't even know what that means. Okay, sorry, buddy. Uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit before. Larry, why are you against ceramic coating? I think what you just discussed. Was I'm not. The health. For the record, I'm not against ceramic coatings. I'm just against not focusing on safety first. I think it's a great leap in technology, but uh, I think there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Fair. Uh, Today is paint these days thinner. I don't recall my dad ever complaining about rock chips years ago. Today, now everyone goes and gets films. The answer is yes, it's thinner. The new car paint. Well, it's different. In some cases, but like Tacomas, for example, are bad, you know. But if you get paint too thick, it chips big. It doesn't have the ability to it's true. Uh, to flex and bend, right? So th- there's a happy medium. So is thinner is thinner the right or wrong term? It's different. It's different. It's different. It's harder. It could be thinner. It could be thicker. I mean, it's just a different actual. It's a different material than yeah. it was when this guy is saying that his dad never complained. He probably is driving a muscle car. Let's say that's this high off the ground. And the whole and now we're chrome. driving. Co- yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, he didn't have paint chips on chrome back it, in the yeah, day. Back when his dad's it's car. Super subjective. It's hard to. But I see his point. I just think we're more anal retentive about it because everyone's. It's a. a it's a part of their, you know, their being, you know, like my well, car we're, is this. we're aware, maybe back then, like, there weren't options. Rock chips and, and eventual decay were a part of life. Right. Now it's like we know about films and we know about this stuff and right. our bumpers are painted and so now we yeah. care, we just care more. Yeah. There were no forums in the 60s where people would write down, like, really, like, we wouldn't, <laughs> no, they would we wouldn't document every thought about our car. Right. <laughs> you know, we weren't writing down every little thing and talking, hey, what's going on with yours, what's going on with yours? It's just like, all right, the car's the car, the but, paint's the paint. Yeah. Yeah, look at the cars, though. You know, we used to have a chrome bumper, and you yeah. used to have an aluminum grill, mm. and you used to have headlight buckets, and then you got... You and those things were tanks. True. Good point. Right. You'd take and a rock chip and you'd have, day, you know, like. six-inch frontal of paint from the yeah, front of the hood, right, and now right. you've got rubber bumpers that bend and flex, and they take an impact, and it bounces. It really hits it and moves it, and, you know, when the plastic bumpers started coming out, remember how bad they would get the bug etching and, oh, yeah. and, the, and the chips? So it has to do a lot with that kind of thing, Well, how about too. the Cadillac, like, plastic? Ha- tail light housings that just like turn to dust. was <laughs> 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 gone. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just hit the table with my knee there. Uh, I-, I can answer the next question. 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> Jason says, is a, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. AK212, any tips or products to remove scratches on textured interior plastics? Uh, and what works best on scuffs on smooth interior plastics? Well, what do we do with interior plastics? He's talking about. I guarantee you, he's talking about door car. You know, the door, door where he gets and out and the, the rubber yeah, hits it. Yeah. I think if it's rubber from a, uh, a shoe, you can get it out with a little bit of you know interior cleaner, a uh, little pad, that kind of thing. The difference that he's talking about that I get a lot of emails about: if you impact, if you damp, if you crease, cut, scratch, whatever the plastic. Yeah. I, there's nothing I don't think, and you guys chime in here from a detailing perspective where I can. Wipe it on and then it's like clean. Like you have to, well, it's plastic is damaged. But he's saying scratches and texture. So textured plastic is te textured for a reason, right? Either right. to decrease gloss or to resist a scuff from right. a, a shoe. So yeah, when I used to hang out at the stereo shop, a lot of those guys would say, check this out. And they'd heat up the panel was gonna, a little that was bit. The next thing I say, heat that up. And they'd take the, the hard end of <laughs> the plastic end of a screwdriver or yeah. something plastic and rub it against that. And it would press that stuff back into place. So you were actually just kind of reshaping it and taking away the scuff mark. It wouldn't make it smooth, though? No, it wasn't that hot. It was just hot enough to get some movement. And then you'd use that plastic side of, the, of, of like a craftsman screwdriver in the old days. Remember yeah, those? Yeah, you yeah, rub yeah, it real yeah. fast yeah. or, or snap-on just to yeah, be there. And rub it, and it would itself. smooth out and look really good, yeah. right? So that's one thing you can do. Um, I've also gotten an email of a dude who tried to heat it up. And like totally roasted it. I promise never to post that picture from the guy. But it's like, really yeah, mad. don't don't do that. How do you get the melt marked out of my door panel? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is that the end, Zach? Uh, Grandpa, uh, I hope we stay around that. forever. I can't, say that. I can't say your username on the air. I'll get in trouble. I'm sorry. I won't get in trouble, but I don't feel comfortable. Larry and Matt, thank you for your awesome content. Yeah, okay, a couple donations. And Henry says, uh, what are the best oh, car-related things to do in L.A. area on a budget? We see this a lot, uh, visiting for a few days. You know, you want to uh, drive canyons, obviously. You can visit. You can just, by driving around, visit, like, all the Fast and Furious movie locations. That doesn't cost anything. It's just gas. Um, PCH. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, the Peterson Museum uh, is very Peterson affordable, Arama. and I strongly recommend. There's uh, the Automobile Driving Museum in El Segundo, which also, you can go to, yeah. and it's kind of Reasonable. interesting. Yeah. yeah, and very reasonably priced. Um, there's plenty to do. There's the Blackhawk Collection in Oxnard, which is Peter Mullins, just ridiculous, you know, it's basically a Costco full of $10 million French cars. Um, just very, very crazy. Some of the coolest design like I've ever seen. Oh, though. yeah, the like, French are really, nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. For the French in the 30s, I mean, whatever drugs they were on, we should start doing them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because fuck, they were great. Yeah, was, I think yeah, it was absent. I've never been right. there. That was oh, the yeah. vintage. Black, the Blackhawk collection, yeah. Was that the vintage museum prior? Ooh, I don't know. It's in Oxnard. I don't yeah. know what it's called, yeah. but it's this dude, Peter Mullen, who's obsessed with French Bugatti cars. In there Bugatti, and yeah, Voisin, yeah. and all this really bizarre kind of conceptual stuff, you know, coach built from the 30s. There's, and Every weekend, there's got to be six different cars and coffees from Thousand Oaks all the way yeah. down to Orange County. So if you're yeah. here on a weekend, you literally could just check mm. Facebook or anywhere, but there's got to be just email, literally- Just email Vinny. He goes to all of them. <laughs> Vinny goes to like seven cars and coffees a weekend. He comes home at like noon, and I'm like- just not having left my house. He's like, there was 19 Senna's and 46 Koenigsegg's at Newport Cars and Coffee, and I every, fucking every yawn weekend. and go back to bed. <laughs> he climbs back into bed with you, and everything is good. Yeah. For the live people, I will be at, uh, what, Newport Beach uh, Lamborghini Cars yeah. and Coffee this Sunday. Yeah. Showing off, showing off these boys' detail on, on my little red car. Love it. Um... 
There's a lot of questions. There's a lot. Of There's a lot. Holy cow. A lot. All right. Well, listen. We're gonna do five more. Oh my God! There's so many. There's so we'll just no way. There's some. just no we'll way. Just scroll we'll, we'll go as far as we can go until we run lightning out of steam. Round. We'll you light, you lightning, lightning round. Lightning round. Lightning round. These guys detailed, yeah, like 10 yeah, seconds of like question. Us. 10 seconds of question, okay, right? Fine. But you, these guys detailed for like 14 hours yesterday, and Exhausted. then they were up on top of a mountain all day today. So I can, we can't do a three-hour show. Too. But I appreciate everyone's enthusiasm, and we'll make sure to have them back as soon as we can. Uh, let's see. 2018 Audi SQ5. Oh, this is not a detailing question. Looking to replace it with something smaller and faster but I need four doors for two dogs the 19 RS5 Sportback is top choice just saw one on the road very cool um uh oh anything else let's see 100,000 bucks Macan oh. Turbo Macan Turbo would be, is a, a good, good one or even a Macan yeah. S with a tune is a good choice um smaller than an SQ5 smaller can you get an RS3 an RS3 yeah, I mean I don't know if two dogs work in the sedan but RS3's rule yeah, so I, I wouldn't want to put a dog in the back wagon? seat. How about the new BMW X3M that was yeah. just announced? The X3, uh, which yeah. I am ashamed to say I'm excited for. Anyone else excited for X3M? It's like it an all-wheel drive M3 wagon? That's yeah. rad. It should be pretty, pretty good cool. looking. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah, I thought it looked great. I'm very profile. excited. X2, too. Yeah, uh, I would go there. Sean Smith, first manual exotic. Should I get a 991, 911, or an Audi R8, V8, or V10? Interested to hear, considering a 911 and an R8 owner are present. Larry has an R8 V8. You can't, you can't call a 911 an exotic. He put exotic in quotes. I didn't okay. read I think, the I think quotes. the R8 is, but anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, Subjective. <laughs> I have an old 911, though, not a modern one, but I've driven a bunch of them, and I've driven the R8 V8. Larry, you've had your R8 for like a year? More yeah. than a year? No, we did that in February, so yeah. Okay. Thoughts months. after a year? I think it's great. Uh, we talked about that in, in the video. I think it's... Um, it's it's a fun drive. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but the, for me, the manual click 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 click. I mean, it's like it's amazing. Yeah. And every time I get in, for some reason, the R8, I think their interior is better than even the new cars. It's just a there's just a minimal amount of craziness. I don't want like seven thousand like weird digital buttons. It just I don't like that. I want one button here, one button there. This you know you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like too much stuff. So I I'm totally in love with the R8. Do you, in hindsight, wish you had spent the extra money on a V10? Absolutely not. No. no. Why? Because I like the sound of the of the V8. I don't necessarily need the V10. Okay. I'm not really tracking the car. It's more than enough horsepower. And like, I, should Vinny Russo arrange a VF engineering supercharger for you? We can have that discussion. He probably sure. should. I think we should. Having driven a should. supercharged V8, it is <laughs> delightful. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, because it's and what it's only like 25 pounds. It's, like yeah. you, there's almost so it's like no reasonable. Weight. It's not like uh, you know. Oh no, it's, something it's, crazy. it's amazing. No, it, it, everything that the VF does. It's and I'm not just saying that because I work there. It's uh, it it's dead on reliable. It's and it's bolt on. So if you ever wanted to remove it, it absolutely could be removed. Mm. And it just adds just the right amount of punch. It, it, you, you'll absolutely it love it. It could certainly and, use and a little more horsepower, but it's not like I'm dying. Like it it's 500, nice. 560 horsepower, and, yes. you, and it's only 27 extra pounds. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, the, so V8, the V8's a lot, more balanced that's a lot in that car. I really mm -hmm. think the V8's more balanced in that car than the V10. It's I agree, well, it's I agree nice. with that. Yeah. Everything, that's a great... Uh, the V10, it, it, I do feel, is a little... It's like yeah. so much horsepower. So you got... If you have a lot more power, you got to have a lot more brakes. You got to have more... You know what I mean? Like, this one's the perfect ballerina. Yeah. It may not be the fastest, can't jump the high, you know, all these crazy things, but what it is, I think, is perfect, so... And it's... If for an entry-level exotic, it's cheaper to maintain. It's insane. More reliable. My lightning round it, concept yeah. is broken oh, well, down. By, by the very man that proposed 
I don't know. 9-11s are nice, too. Sorry, that's not... Uh, best way to remove fingerprint stains off of buttons and interior. Anyone? Interior cleaner? Is this from OJ? Just an interior cleaner and a microfiber towel. <laughs> if it's just it typical the, lotion and yeah. skin, you can use a, a warm rag of water yeah, and yeah, microfiber. Yeah, but yeah, if you, those are pretty easy. Yeah. Unless he's talking about like you know black plastic. Yeah, you just got to be careful with too too harsh of a cleaner because yeah, you know sometimes it'll really uh, you know. Can Especially affect. with the, those no matte finishes, you know they mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. to protect their core. Porous. Uh, Greg Howard says EVs seem to come with a. Uh, a desire to embrace the latest tech, driver assists, and autonomous. Is there a market for a bare bones sports car EV like an electric Viper? I think no. I think you're 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 trying to you got two separate markets: the Viper market and the EV market. And someone might want an EV and a Viper, but they don't want those two things out of the same product. I don't think. And I think those who do can go visit someone like an EV West down in San Diego because electric hot rodding. Since it seems that everybody crashes their Teslas, there are a lot That's of insane. Tesla battery packs. There's a lot of Tesla motors around, and guys like EV West are building some really, really neat stuff out of them. Well, what about the Genovation? Have you driven that yet? The what, what, what? So Genovation is a company that does a manual transmission electric Corvette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a completely different take on a modern EV, wow. and it and it, it is something I got to get you behind Where the wheel. Where are they out of? That. They're they're out of here. Really? Yeah, I got to get you behind the wheel on that. Okay. So, John, uh, um, Look Hill, at that. That, that is a that is a, it's a manual transmission, electric. full electric Corvette. Okay. So I mean, I'll 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 keep an open mind and have yeah. a go. Why not? That it's, sounds it's worth experiencing. A hundred percent. I'll fuck with just that. To, just to throw that out there. I'll, I will fuck with that. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. It does. Yeah. It look. I mean, it looks like a nice Corvette, like a nicely modified Corvette. That's shot I'll, out by Spring Mountain. I, I know that road. That's where yeah. we shot the GT500, Zachary. Remember oh, yeah. for G4 Attack of the Show in middle of July. Yeah, it was hot as balls. Um, let's see. Uh, MB is Frenchy. I love you, buddy, but we got to get other people's questions. Um, oh, uh, let's see. What do we got here? Oh my God, these are no, these are not good. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Has anyone seen? Keep going, keep going, keep going. Have any? Have you ever bought a dirty car to detail just for the satisfaction later? <laughs> no, no, but that would be awesome. No. <clears throat> Answers no. Did, did a kid when you after you had your rabbit hood situation? Did some kid walk up and go, "Hey, can I have your kid your uh, hood to practice detailing?" No, that was that was pre <laughs> pre YouTube, way pre YouTube. Uh, let's see. Corey says, uh, "I got an 05 911 with full leather package, and the PO left fingernail scratches on door panels and dash tips to soften or blend them in. DIY or seek professional help." It depends on how deep they are. Sometimes, like 10% of the time, if you just take a leather conditioner and literally like massage it, sometimes you can kind of minimize a little bit. But that's like shooting star, like very, yeah. very rare. Bummer. Uh, let's see. Uh, JDM, love the Rubicon video from a couple months ago, and now this Kenny Denali video. Are truck SUV one takes going to become a thing? If so, that would be great. Uh, I mean, I'll do. I go off-roading every time the opportunity arises. The video, yeah, a bunch of them. The videos don't ever do well. Like, they don't. <laughs> like six people are super excited about it, and then no one else gives a shit. But like, I still do it because off-roading is fun. That's what we did with the ATA series. We're not getting a whole ton of views on it, but the people yeah. watching are like, "Oh my god, it's changed. yeah, you know, that kind yeah, of yeah." Uh, Larry, best budget wax for the weekend detailer. Go to your local store, and you know, McGuire's is probably the biggest name out there for that. Uh, okay, uh, figure five says, is there a permanent solution to fading headlights? Yes, change your headlights. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> no, I'm uh, not being a jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, like, literally change your headlights, because yeah. I think 
you they're have, fading and fading, fading all the time. Yeah. It's it, once you take the jacket off, you can't put it back on. Really, I mean, you can spray on some yeah, clear coat things. Yeah, you can do things, that. But... Or guys are doing PPF. You know, that seems to have good durability really? and, and you know chip resistance and all all the best of everything. Except yeah. for it just has to be put on properly. Right. So. so. Six and one half dozen either. Okay. Ideal two car garage in the Northeast. Anyone. Anyone. Two car garage in the Northeast. But, but it has to be under 50K. <clears throat> he made these other rules, but then fuck up the fuck Two the car rules. for me would yeah. be the Panamera because I have a child and mm-hmm. I like that. I know you guys like whatever. And then it just I like car. I like Panamera. Uh, I get so much crap from Musto on that. What? She's like, why do you want a Panamera? I'm like, because I have a child. I want to put it in the Tell bag. him to get a fucking red sleigh because he looks like Santa Claus. Yeah, well, Fuck do out you know how bad <laughs> his, his Wagoneer is? <laughs> I love you, Musto. Panamera wagon. <laughs> He's just mad he lost that bounty paper towel audition he was going for. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Two, car, two cars. Give me a, a 911 GT3 and yes. a, a Range Rover. I like I I, I like fuck that. with that. I like right? that. Yeah. Or or a, or a Land Cruiser, a, a new a new Land Cruiser. Right. I'm a big. I just had the, had a, the Lexus version for like three weeks, mm-hmm. and I really liked it. It's nice sometimes for a cushy car just to kind of like. Well, jump. Land Cruiser, it also has like proper off road right. chops. I, I I took it on a very serious trail on twenty one inch wheels, and right. it was beast mode. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Land, uh, the Land Cruiser is incredible. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, We're best there. way to get rid of wow. a weird. way Look, to get rid heat. of a weird smell in an old truck with cloth seats. Remove the seats. Really? I mean, no, like, can no, you no, can no. you deal with the fumigate? I mean, you have to find the smell. Sometimes it's in the you know in the sometimes the, in the foam. Sometimes some, in the padding it, it, underneath the carpet. What if it's right. just sometimes absorbed it's just, thirty years of farting? What if it's him? That might be it. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't, you can't replace. I mean, you have to replace things. At some yeah. point, you have to. There's like detailing has a line. You have to be a little bit. Yeah, realistic. you have to. Yeah. I've did a '56 Chevy. It had original seats and they were gorgeous, but it smelled so musty. So I tore the whole interior out, all the panels, right. everything. We applied. Uh, I cleaned those with pressure. My pressure washer, low pressure, just doused them, cleaned them. They looked great. We went ahead and sprayed all sound deadeners through all the panels inside and out on everything. Put it all back together like, oh, yeah, you could still smell that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dude, you remember the story when we had the shot? Well, wow. The, the, yeah. I tell people all the time about the S4 and yeah, the seafood exactly. soup. Thank you. The S4, the, a car was totaled. Brand new. It. Is that a like brand 500 new miles? Audi S4 was totaled. He had he was full hazmat, hazmat suit. The whole thing. Someone had gone out to dinner and gotten like a seafood no, no, chowder. No, no, no. no. They, they got their food for their plane, and oh. they parked it at the airport. Yeah, it was to go. They had a to go bag or yeah, something. Yeah, but they left it in the, in the airport thing. They got on the plane. <laughs> yeah, and they left it in the back, and they went to the weekend whatever. Oh, no. Like obviously a wealthy family. They yeah. came home and they were like. I don't even like they were losing their mind so they you know flap out of the car and said you gotta fix this it. got 500 miles I don't know what to do with this thing so I took the whole interior down down to the metal yeah and hazmat the whole thing inside I'm still like crying because it's, it's old crab legs or whatever the hell it was <laughs> all it was moldy so disgusting gross. it killed the oh people upstairs in, in the old shop we had a people upstairs they're like bro what are you doing down there like, you're like I'm dying. So, anyways, the long story short, we, I, we couldn't. I I was yeah. scrubbing metal. The smell was permanent, and the insurance the company totaled, totaled the car. It. Yeah, it could wow. not be fixed. I'm not, that's not an exaggeration. There was 500 yeah. miles or some a lot like of 250 area miles. You got to yeah. deal with in a car interior. I have a new carpet. Well, yeah. got, yeah. One, another guy went out of town and parked his car under a tree with the sunroof open for like a month. Oh, I had that one. The suburban, yeah. remember? Yeah, and right, it came right. in with like oh. six inches of standing water and every oh, surface man. covered in mold. Yeah, and that guy, I, I remember that guy specifically. He's like. Hey, like, what's the budget on this? I'm like, leave a check or burn the car. Like, I don't know what to tell you right now. Like, he was, 
I remember him very specifically because I'm like, you can't, you can't have both. You can't be fast and cheap. Like, what do you want? Yeah. And I remember that guy. That was so. Yeah, it was like. Yeah, that. it was like it was like that. Yeah. It was actually, I think it was worse. It was really. But there was really, a lot of standing water. Once you're standing water and all the electrical stuff, like it's there totally, was a, there yeah, was a soup happening it. in that bitch. Right. It was fucked up. Yeah, that was a bad. Car. Yeah. <laughs> gross. I was so no, gross. I wouldn't even get within 20 feet of the Somebody's truck. Got that. Thing I wouldn't even like, go why don't near these it. Signals ever turn off. Yeah. yeah make sure you ask, answer. Well, I got like a, I'd like to answer. Those. There's a real question. Which, yeah. If my Countach gets that one, that one or the one after it. One after it. Oh well, fuck that one. Who cares about my car? He basically wants to know. Yeah, forget it. Sorry. I'll well I talk too much about that car. Uh let's see. What you guys were just saying about the health risks. Oh uh, my god, this uh, is detailers fail Yeah, it's live. Uh face like, that's a home. Very interesting question. Thank uh, you. Are there certain car care companies we can support that take the safety of detailers the most seriously? Is anyone taking a proactive stance on this? Yeah. Uh I I mean I'd like to think we are because I'm doing certain things certainly at at ammo where I know that I can go a certain direction. I know you guys know this. Uh, pretty well because you're my closest guys, but uh, we're making certain decisions that are focused on uh, health and safety because I don't have any shareholders or what, um, just me. You, you understand? So like, it's I have to sleep at yeah. The at company that. the company dies if you die. Well, aside from that, <coughs> I, like I have a child. I want to make, sure, <laughs> make sure that everything is. So I I would like to say that you know we are focusing on that. So I don't come out with certain products unless they're. Putting that to the side, I would say uh, someone that uh, a company that uh, I think is doing a very, 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 very good job and they're conscious of it is, is McGuire's for sure. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely Absolutely. on. They understand uh, a lot of the stuff that's going on. I'm being hesitant here because there's you a lot of health be. things. You have to be. Yeah. So it's uh, it's there's a lot coming out right now. So I think the market's going to shift pretty soon because people are seeing like whoa wait a second like yeah by and large the yeah. technology's not there it's so not in the meantime let's use masks gloves respirators all, you know, right it's glasses. like hey we can sell this for a lot of money and it's like oh oh my god and we're making all this money and then it's like well, wait a second what's in this thing again <laughs> so it's like a little yeah. it's just, it, it, it's gonna start I think it's gonna start to turn because we're like we're having a conversation about it now mm -hmm. and people are getting um, sick so I appreciate that question for sure but mm -hmm. I'd like to think that uh, I certainly made some decisions that are in that and I would say that McGuire's just doing the same. And people are becoming more and more aware of these these issues, man. Right. You know, well, it's yeah, harder to hide it. The interesting it. thing is, if you want to know from a chemical perspective, the laws are changing on a on a basis that makes you want to gouge your eyes out because I have to make labels. And if you make labels, you have to have them go through a certain process to make sure that they're legal and fair. Why is that happening? The chemical companies and these restrictions of laws in these, you know, you know each country, because a lot of the, uh, the chemical, sodium methylglycol, all these crazy things are coming from different countries. As the laws have been changing with the Trump, you know, presidency, et cetera, there's more transparency. When there's more transparency, the company that makes a certain uh, chemical call it chemical A, right? That's been in this product for a hundred years. That chemical A now, instead of uh, having a, a SDS, a sheet with all the stuff that's in it, is there was this long. Now it's this long because you can't, you can't just hide anything. If it's 0.0000001% of something, you got to put that in. And if that's in, it triggers this law. And those laws are changing on a regular basis. So a lot of times the guys go, the smaller companies, the hell with it. I don't want to deal with it. And technically, they're out of compliance. But if you want to be in compliance, like a big company like McGuire's, they're like, you know, that's oh, they're what they do. So what do you do totally. if you run out of bottle space? Like with, oh, with labels? Two and three pages, just like the... Yeah, you like, know, those little... Oh, so you put... Yeah. It, oh, if you get mucinous, yeah. you go see the you third page. You don't use the product. You actually... So my, this is a little... I'm getting close to where I'm yeah. not going to talk anymore about it, but I spend most... I There's opportunities where I can make more profit, and I don't... 
and I'm proud of that, and we've talked about mm-hmm. this at length because Kevin helps me think about these things, where I decided to re-engineer. I decided to take a product down. I decided to be like, hey, maybe we should rethink this because let's be truthful. If I put ammo on, I can get uh, coatings are done, like I can get a coating tomorrow. I'm in yeah. the industry, and I can put that on and retire. Like I'm yeah, joking, yeah. but yeah, it's crazy. But I'm not going to do that because it's like, whoa, 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 like why don't we chill for a second and figure out before like young people start getting injured because my friends, my, not these guys in the room, but other, my other detailer friends are like, yo, I'm sick. And so that's why I'm doing all this testing I was telling you about in my blood and all these other things to make sure that it's cool. So that, that hits home because I think that's going to change Way fast. bigger than he realized what he just asked. He, it's a massive yeah, thing. And a I'm being very well, way big. I mean, polite to everybody. If you want to go crazy. further back, I mean, didn't the paint industry like go through this? It's why the the water based paints and right. all this other stuff. I mean, so yeah. if, if that side of the if that, if that side of the industry went through that the last few years, it would only make sense that it trickles down to your side of the industry as well. well I mean, it, it's it's going to yeah. happen now because the light has been shine on detailing. Why? Because people are making money now. Right. I and mean, people are making money now, that the industry has changed. Like you're talking about, those are cars. Yeah. Like everybody, you know, it's the, everybody's looking at it, but the detailing is just kind of this, oh, they're just washing a car. Yeah. When all these new technology came out and the new videos and all these things, everybody's aware of it. Right. Well, there's money. Is becoming a it's just like anything now. else. I, think, yeah, I can't yeah, think yeah. of another example. When there's money that gets flowed into an industry. Dude, the legalization well, of fucking there, weed in it, California. Yeah. Thank you. There That's you go. exactly that. That's a yeah. perfect example. It's the example. Wild West out it, here it, right it, now. It's craziness. It's a perfect it's, example. It's the wild West, but it's also it's the, the it's like regulations that don't necessarily that aren't necessarily in line yet right. with like what's going on, but it's also still the Wild West underneath that. Yeah, it's very be, yeah. it's a same it's in the figure it out mode. Let's yeah. We don't know what's gonna what can be good of this and bad of this yet. You know, you yeah. put in a forty acre farm of that stuff down the road and it smells like there's 50 skunks got ran over you're like mm. what is that smell and it's like well you couldn't have a pig farm down there and get away with that you'd well be, you know you'd be part listen, of business put my true. house next to a weed farm instead of a pig well, farm any day yeah. well, I, can that's make, true, I can make a deal with a weed farmer that yeah, yeah, makes yeah, us yeah. both very happy but this is happening in our area it's <laughs> happening in our not much my I can neighborhood. do with a fucking it's like, wow, that's I mean, I think, really strong I think in general we're, we're paying more attention to things we consume like in the set, in 60s 70s asbestos was everywhere all that stuff and they found that like fire retardant uh, furniture sure. and those things like it turns out they're really really bad for you and we just we're becoming a more health conscious society <laughs> so we look at more things including right. detailing you know any chemical well, we there's interact things to with be healthy analyzed. like hey I, I don't want to eat I want to eat uh, organic food no 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 but like I, there's pl- like, like don't eat this thing because you're going to get hurt it's it's the op, it's the op, it's not like make it you see what I'm saying there's there's like cucumbers and then regular like organic cucumbers eat these because they're healthier that we're saying like hey if you're using one versus the other this one could hurt you it's not like no, this one the old cucumber can, it's just but like they, as, they've studied like the plastic that we were using right. in bottles BPA you know right. they got rid of that because they went oh fuck this is having a big effect on like the hormones in our in like our actual DNA right now what they replaced it with we don't know and there's a lot of analysis about the new the new BP whatever B and everything that right. could also be a problem but I think the point is uh, just in support of your point is we're mm. paying attention to like way more things we interact with mm. yeah. yeah I think Agreed. the bottom line is Agreed. like we need to like chill for a second like slow down in the detailing like if I have a second it or whatever like everybody's just gotta chill for a second read what's in the bottle let's focus and think what's the long term effect as opposed to like how much money can we make Immediately, and that's not everybody. I'm just saying no. that's kind of the feel that I'm getting. Where it's like every five seconds, there's a new thing that can be like, and you're like, wait a second, whoa, is this like yeah. safe for everybody? Like, let's like chill and think. Yeah, for I a mean, second. this is an intimate thing. You're spraying glass cleaner, inhaling it. Yes, you're, you're taking car the, wax and rubbing it on with your hands. It doesn't. It sounds you know, like how kids get high. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, well, how your kids anyway. are getting high. I mean, high. let's be real. We're like, we're using chemicals. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. th this is like crazy. You know what I mean? So I, I think now in the next couple of years, especially with these kind I of mean, things, I mean, dude, the building that I'm building over here, you know, right? like the massive, like the, the dirt underneath the building right. was filthy from a, a, a chemical called vinyl chloride. Vinyl chloride is just a cleaner. Like, oh, there's okay. nothing about it that's not, like, nuclear waste, but, like, like it, it was used to clean industrial equipment and silk mm -hmm. equipment, and, like, someone's drain had a leak, right. and now this entire neighborhood has vinyl chloride in it. And so, like, that's how, you know, so now every, and now the entire neighborhood has to spend, like, crazy amounts of money, like, cleaning it all up. Yeah, but at some point, somebody probably found out, like, 20 years ago that that, whatever, the, whatever you said, yeah. hurt somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. We're at that point. Right. In the, like, we're going to be the ones. that it's actually bad. Right, because it's starting yeah. to come in. I was at a, a thing, I got to be very vague here, and when the guy who was promoting the thing that he was promoting said, like, hey, I have this, um, I'll be vague again, disease or whatever. And I'm like, that's from the thing, dude. <laughs> like, if I was yeah, the CEO, yeah. I'd be ripping you off the stage right now. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I was looking around. Cole's like, bestest car care. Yeah. It's like, I was like, what is going on? Did like anyone on not Shark Tank, he's telling his, like, overcoming the disease story. And yeah. meanwhile, the product he's selling is what's making him sick. Yeah, I, I'd yeah, like yeah. to advertise my like new brand of lighters as I stand on fire. And yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's, that's it's, crazy. It's going gonna, it's yeah. gonna to start coming around as people focus on it. So it actually depends on these, like, people writing these. Like, it's the customers that are going to push this up. Oh, well, you should uh, get up with Alex Roy and the Human Driving Association. Somehow make that a thing. Make that a thing, yeah. Yeah. All right, last question, because uh, I'm interested in this one. I have an old Lexus GX470. The bird's eye maple trim piece is starting to uh, peel up off the plastic around the shifter. Is it? How do I get it to stick back down? Can I make some sort of glue to make it stick back down? I you guys, I'm unclear as to what. It's basically just a little plastic piece is peeling up. Like the wood the wood trim, the dash trim. It's like yeah, peeling like the up. the accent trim. Yeah. I mean. Just glue it. Just glue just, it down. Yeah. I try to figure out what was the original glue. Maybe Google search that real fast. Just keep yeah, it original. Yeah, it's double-sided tape or some kind. A of. lot of it is double-sided tape. It's not surprised. Well, yeah, you know what might work really well is acetone, if you can get that on a Q-tip. Acetone will clean right. off the dirt the or grime or probably... Uh, rubber protectant, vinyl and rubber dressing would leach behind that. Right. And you can clean that away, but the acetone evaporates so quickly it doesn't ruin the glue. Right. So there's times if you have little Velcro stuck to something Whoa. that falls off, you can clean it with acetone or nail polish remover and stick it back on. Like brand new again. Oh, wow. cool. Yeah, that's one thing you could do, but right. certainly you could drip some no, kind a good of tip. glue yeah. behind there. All right. I'm going to call the game there. Are we going there. to dinner here? Yeah, we're going to go to dinner now All after right. this show. Thanks. That was a long one. You guys are champs. I realize it's been a very Thanks long for day. Us. It was a long. No, it's a long Dying. day for me. Fucking too. Yeah, right no, now. it's a lot yeah. of sun. It's great. It's a lot of sun mm. and a lot of cars. And I smelled like gasoline. You know. Yeah. That happens when you drive a Countach a little bit. This you come home and and you <laughs> you can smell just a, li a light gasoline mixed you know? with foot odor. With foot odor, my feet. I wear clean because I got to take my shoes <laughs> off. Take your shoes off. That's the only reason why. There's no odor. <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to have to take your shoes off. I, you know, I do the little Mister Rogers every time I take my shoes off in the car. I go, "Well, Chupy, my neighbor." <laughs> I've been. I talk to myself a lot in that car. You know, when I was driving home, I, I do the one I do a lot is I sing the Cannonball Run theme song. Yeah. Cannonballs, cannonballs. <laughs> I can't help but think of that. I fucking movie, start. Hell yeah, yeah, dude! Every time I'm, I go those those nice S's on PCH. I'm kind of ball and fucking do that shit all right mm. that's oh, our show that we're gonna go to dinner larry casilla yes thank you we're starting up our podcast too there's my plug. are you yeah ammo and podcast coming out soon lots and lots of videos of course visit the website 
and, uh, and if you have questions that we didn't answer, uh, I think uh, we'd be happy to just shoot me an email, and I'm happy to answer all that stuff or shoot it off to Kevin, etc. All right, Kevin Brown, anything to plug? I'm, I ask you to support my friend Larry because he puts me on the videos and the podcast. Are you available for hire or anything like that? No, or? I just sell product online and stay busy. Yeah, buffdaddy.com, buffdaddy.com, all, all yeah. backing yeah. plates, all yeah. the special things that we used on your car, like little one inch, like little micro things. Uh, he literally like hand sands and does all this crazy stuff to make extension, it extensions, like any like weird detailing niche. Thing right. that doesn't exist, like Kevin makes it along with cool. Rupes pads and polishes and stuff. All right, yeah, he's, he's the man. Thanks. Derek Bemis, yes. do you have anything to plug, my friend? Uh, yeah, if you guys need any detailing service, you can reach me at detailworks.net or email me at detailworks1 at gmail.com. Yeah, this is the man of man when it comes to detailing in this area. Well, I need a, I need a California guy. He's, he's the California guy. Because we discussed this. I was like, great. Now, you know, you guys did the car. Like, now he Larry gets on a plane and goes home. Like, right. <laughs> now, like, now, like, fuck, now what do I do? Yeah. Derek's and, your man. He does, yeah. uh, like, we talked about Barry Maguire, right? That's not a secret. Yeah, yeah, so yeah Barry yeah. Maguire, hopefully your guy, like, major Yeah, we're going to hook you up with Zuckerman. Yeah. And manage that collection that is in the background of the video, presumably. Yes, and uh, we did a video uh, with Derek specifically just taking a look, if you guys are crazy detailing nerds, at his truck and what's in it and how it's placed and, like, it's total detailing nerd. That thing. sounds like some nerdy shit. Yeah, so it should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds America. very yeah, fucking nerdy. Okay, that's our show. Dinner. That's our show. I don't know when, I, what's our next show? I don't even know. Don't even know. We'll have to look at the calendar. But thank you for bearing with us. We're powered by Shout Engine. You know the deal. Get your own podcast, shoutengine.com. <laughs> we need to go to dinner. I am such I am, an enthusiastic plug at the end. I'm there, out of juice. I don't. Juice. I, I say it every episode. That, you know, this is this is when people are hitting that fucking next button on their phone. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> Good having night. us, man. Thank you.